our campaign entitled Gold, Green, and Red. Up front, this is a dark fantasy cam campaign where the world is violent and evil, both powerful and determined. All episodes and all content may not be appropriate for younger viewers, although the most heinous behaviors of our antagonists and occasionally our protagonists uh, <laughs> <laughs> will, uh, will occur off screen or simply be alluded to. Um, war is a really horrible thing, and this is a, at its heart, Campaign One is a war story. Um, many of the themes and even some of the particular scenarios come from my own life experience as a hospital corpsman, a combat medic, for those of you who don't know that term, who served in Iraq from 2003 to 2004. <clears throat> this setting, simply called Terra, has a wealth, some would say a deluge, of specific cultural, um, imp oh, sorry, culture, vocabulary, and game mechanics. Uh, we'll do our best to incorporate this richness in while still keeping the narrative streamlined and accessible. Um, and that will be up to all of us, uh, particularly my players who have played in this setting before, where we're attempting to share this with, uh, with, with the world writ large. Uh, our, <clears throat> our wonderful assistant producer, Tobias, will be collecting questions throughout the most of the stream. And if they're sufficient interested, myself and uh, at least one other player, um, perhaps several who are trapped with me as my ride after the game. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Randy. Uh, uh, we will all stay after, and after we've concluded the session proper, we will answer any questions that you, um, that Toby managed to collect. And after a, um, a brief conversation around the table, we decided that it would be best to simply jump in. I will say before we uh, before we get to the narrative that about ten minutes ago, my players and my dad uh, surprised myself and these two lovely ladies with flowers, and you all are trying to kill me already. You're trying to get me. There'll be plenty. I promise you, you will get me many times before this campaign is over. So I'm going to go ahead and put this on the side with y'all. There you go, Nika. We're touching. We're flower buddies. Flower buddies. Nice and. My flowers are in the mail. Um, Sorry, man. Uh, if you will light the candle, my dear, we will. That signifies that we are now in a different time in a different place. Well, certainly a different place. Time. Uh, you know, anyway, I'll uh, contain my musings on the multiverse for now. And we're going to pick up. Uh, we did. We have had extensive uh, prologuing what I call prologuing, um, my background in, uh, for those of you who know, Vampire the Masquerade, it's a whole thing. Uh, for those of you who have only done 5th uh, edition D&D, uh, think of prologuing as like extensive, like a series of played through extensive session zeros. And some of the players have only had one, and but know me very well and have been um, playing with me for years or <clears throat> decades. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, some, uh, some. This is their actually their first experience, and so uh, we've had quite quite a run. But at this point, the fellowship has arrived at the usually uninspiring and 
strategically unimportant village of Pollux. And that's where we that's where we cut into uh, cut into the campaign. And we're just going to pick up a little bit after we left off. Donnie, I'm going to make a few uh, I'm going to make a few decisions or uh, a few assumptions about how you handled yourself as you came into this foreign territory. Um, your character is a competent war leader, so it's not going to do anything crazy. But uh, there are some legalities. You know, academically, you know, and you know for sure, uh, politically, that to cross the pomerium, to cross the sacred boundary of the civilization, uh, even as small as a village, is potentially an act of war. So right now, your men, of which you have a decury, of which you have ten, are hanging off. Basically, Pollux is a, when I say a village, it's you know got a whopping total of 89 people in it. So think of, it's, you could cover most of it in a football field. So your men can still see you. Uh, Amelia, Sergeant Amelius isn't thrilled at leaving, at leaving his lord exposed. But as a patrician, you're allowed to have your retinue with you, and nobody can challenge that. Uh, you are the ranking person, even though you're away from your center of power, you are the ranking person here. But yeah, that's another thing. Uh, status, we'll go into a lot more than that in the campaign, but status is a, is a very important facet of this. In fact, uh, so important that there is a statistic for it called Dignitas, which we'll explain later. It's basically the, the personal honor and prestige of that, of that patrician, of that nobleman or noblewoman. Okay, so you know that uh, I doubt your character is happy at that, but you understand like, the legalities of that. I'm going to get to how you are coming back to the scene of the crime, essentially, for your character. And we'll we'll talk about that in just a second. I just kind of want to set the scene. Um, Katrin, you are... Uh, sorry, uh, in character, Titus. Katrin, you are where? Well, well, he's coming in. You're part of his retinue. Probably just behind him. Okay. All right. Uh, no violence... Uh, no violence yet, so we don't need to we don't need to put down exactly where, but in general, you're going to be dead behind him. Do you want to be off to the side for a shot if you have to? How do you want to How do you want to handle this? Because this isn't your first rodeo with Titus. Slightly off to the side. Okay. But covered enough to where if it were if I were to get attacked, I would dart back. Okay. Use him as my shield. You're pretty good at that. Yeah. You're, I'm you're kind of the standard. I'm you're, small. You're, you're pretty good at that. Uh, Wesa, where, where are you hanging out? Are you prowling around? Are you going open? What are you doing? I, to start, I'm in the, more of the back. Okay. I have a bigger view of everybody. That, that tracks. Just to understand, too, how, how we go about these kinds of things. That's true. This is literally and literally and politically new territory for you. Um... Okay, I'll get to you in a second. And right, so you enter, and I'm going to tell this largely from Merrick's perspective for for right now. You enter. You are still aware. You're too well trained and too disciplined to completely fall apart. And you're not 18 winters now. You're 48 winters. Uh, you. You are at the very end of your prime, of your fighting prime for a Kithki. Uh, think militarized, <laughs> think uh, militarized hobbits, and you. Of course, you can feel the old power pulsing through you, making you mightier than almost any of your kin. Not all, but almost any in Germantum. And that is comfort because the last time that you were here, of course, you were largely helpless. Yeah. 
you see the smoke and you can only endure and fight back in the small ways that a slave can. Uh, and you did. And it's a testament to your wit and your will and your just dead perseverance of I have to get home that, that you made it back and you know who didn't make it back yeah. or who never made it out. So as you're coming in from the north, you see, see y'all are largely following the Kogi and you're coming down north. Uh, remember, it's been two days of not hard travel, but, but steady travel. Um, your shoulders, your traps are still are still so barking sore. at you. They're yeah. So sore, yeah, they're still barking at you. Okay. You found that the training that you've been undergoing with your mentor serves you in good stead. So you're just you're you're ready to go. Your feet are a little sore, but you could you could, you know, do another two days if you needed to just fine out here. So you're coming, you know, obviously to you guys, this is old hat. You've been on patrol since you were thirteen. Um so yeah, you largely had the Kogi River. Uh, you're keeping that to your left, just to kind of or, to uh, orient the viewers at home. You're keeping that to your left, um, which is east. You're headed south. You've hit, you have hit and passed, so you've, sorry, gone through the bogs mm-hmm. that you needed to. And same path I knew, yeah. And, yeah. And with your, uh, um, since this happened off camera, just to kind of remind everybody that you saw Merrick... Uh, for most of that trip in his element, and he led you unerringly through the dangers of of the not so much the forest. You could have done that yourself, most likely, but the bog is a trick can be a treacherous place. Could I have had uh, opportunity to talk to them about the local um, creatures, both the uh, Arpesia and um, just the whereabouts that and what time of season this is, and is it mating season for you them? You know, that's a good point, uh, Corey. Since we since we kind of hopped forward a bit, uh, the answer to that is yes. And let me give you all a day, finally. Uh, sorry, I was late on this. So we are five days before the Ides, before the 15th day. Uh, five days before the Ides of Tawei, which in our world would be equivalent of March. This winter has persisted. It hasn't been a particularly bitter winter, but it's been a hard it's been a hard winter. And so for example, ways that by the lights of your people, um, Tescotli, the the dread mother, has been has been stingy in releasing her grasp and doesn't doesn't want to turn it over to the Lord of the Dawnstar. But inevitably it's it's now uh, it's happening. And you're you're soon, you know, uh, you know, awakening is soon. Probably already prepping for that. Uh, a tale for another time, but soon. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, go ahead. And I'm I'm going to say that this. Uh, when when did this conversation occur? Um, pro- I, it would have been as we were approaching the bog. I think I would have during that time, or maybe at camp, probably yeah, camp before. Okay, camp. So when you get out of the forest, when you get out of the forest, and you're in the outskirts of the of the bog. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. Everybody, so obviously you're not there yet. Everybody cool with that? As far as going going back back a day, yeah. Yeah. So there are <coughs> there are t- there are literally two kinds of uh, creatures that are known for the area. Um, Merrick explains. Uh, there is the Parisia, which are small little monkeys, but they have an intelligence that is very cunning. 
Um, they like to steal things, snatch things, and they use rocks and throw them at you. Um, it can be quite annoying. Uh, Very much. Then there's also, what's even worse, is these large, huge, harpy-like eagles called harpijos. These things have claws as big as uh, a human's fingers, and literally, with, with their own claws, you could pick up a dog and fly off with them. Very dangerous. Uh, they could take out a human. They tend not to interfere with us, except for during their mating season, when they're very, very aggressive. And so, if you see in the sky, America looks around, or hear certain sounds, they may be them. So just be aware of at least those two. And then finally, finally, the Basret. They are very large, porcupine-like rat creatures that have been bastardly trained and forcefully trained in some sort of myanical ways. Um, they have been trained to detect human flesh and smell it and to attack it and to chase it, as well as Kithki. And they were the ones that were able to eventually track me down when I was such a young man, young Kithki. They can smell quite a bit. However, during the winter, especially the late winter, during certain times, the, the snow um, tends to stop them from, uh, from smelling very well. It throws off the scent. And that was the time I was able to escape after Almost two years. Thank you for explaining that, American. I also want to reiterate, Wasting and Catching, this is not Jedimentrum. Keep your eyes on your head. The people don't like who run the city, at least back when I was there. They, they were very much against and did not like the magistrate and his family, Sextus and Sextus Minor at the time. Think of them as individuals with the most atrocities that they could think of being done to humans. They treat slaves like they are literally rats or roaches. Worse than bath rats. And they delve in the trade quite a bit. And they like unique types of slaves. A light chilling mist of a rain dampens, attempts to dampen your spirits and does does dampen the area around you as you're explaining this. There's a little little sounds coming from the campfire. You see your Myrmidons patrolling you as this conversation's going on. Just so you're aware, um, Sectus the Elder is probably long gone. He was already on his last legs. Um, his son wanted to kill him in the first place. Um, but the younger, Sectus Glabrio, the minor, it's strange how he has some sharings of your name. Um, the elder was from Leptis region. And he would be about, how old was Kid, 16, 12, 13. You, you don't know exactly how old, but he wasn't. He hadn't hit age of majority yet, which in 
this world is 16 winters because people die so early. Maybe in his early 40, 40 winters at this point. And um, to say the least, uh, the man has, how should I put it? Taste for cruelty? Way more than taste. He, take it to the extreme. He will punish others for your actions. He will literally just manipulate things to, to punish. He thrives off of it. He, he thrills off of it. It's, it's like a pleasure. It's a sickening. It's a mental illness. We have to remember we're here to help the people. There's been raids, and those are things that we're here to discuss. We're not here for war. <sighs> so, Domini, to that point, are we respecting... So this is the um, Second Sergeant Emilius. He's, a, of course, a, a said to be the best sword in Germentum. He says, <clears throat> excuse, uh, excuse me, sire, are we respecting their pomerium? Yes. Even though they do not respect everything about what we do, we have to respect the tradition. Understood. And keep just disseminates amongst that amongst the rest of the decorate. Keep going. There were two that were uh, from Leptis. One was uh, a young daughter, uh, a bride to uh, the elder named Claudius. She still may be alive. She and her cousin. His name was Titus. Guys. Uh, he, um, he fell. He was trying to save her and run north to Germantum. He knew that I was, uh, from there. We had plans to go the winter before. The first year I was there, I was there for two long winters. And, um, he was publicly sacrificed after attempting bravely to, to slit the throat of, um, of Sectus Elder. He, he did actually plunge the dagger into, into his, near his heart, but um, unfortunately, um, Paulus, his, Sectus's Elder's right-hand man, the, the axe man of the city here, but I don't think he's alive anymore. It's hard to tell, maybe at a very old age, but he, um, he, he destroyed, he destroyed him, Claudius. I mean, uh, Titus. But, um, this is very hard for me. I don't know who's alive anymore. Um, hopefully our shared enemy would have done something about them. I don't know if she's alive anymore. This is the first time you're coming back? Yes. Sorry. I don't know if she's alive anymore. I don't know. What we went through. I'm sorry, Merak. Merak, can I offer you pie hand pie? Say that again. Can I offer you a hand pie? Reach out. Thank you. Is my stomach going to be empty? What flavor? Mm-hmm. <laughs> meat? Arpo meat? Oh, arpo meat. Gotcha. <laughs> Way to a kick his heart through his stomach. You taste the 
expertly spiced pie with the signature nutmeg inside of it. Thank you, Vesa. Mm, my pleasure. The, uh, I don't know what this town is made of now. Um, what I do know, what I do know is politically, Titus, even though there's, I want to kill him so bad. You have no idea. Corey, are you calling him Titus in front of the men? Dominic. <laughs> you have to, de- let's decide this now. Dominic. Okay, all right, so try that again. Dominic. Sorry for the audience, this is old LARP habit, crossed fingers when you're speaking out of character. I'll probably just do that. <laughs> I'll probably just keep doing that. <clears throat> Go ahead. He deserves nothing but the worst you can think of for what he's done to every human he has enslaved, for the villagers he suppressed, for the pretending to be. I have to be careful what I say, but say he spoke of things that only um, patricians should be saying. Um, I remember you telling me. That being said, they are a satellite of Leptostrugium, and I'm not willing to go to war. We're here for help and aid. Are we good people in the city as well? Yes. I will not risk war with Jared Mansion with Leptis region. The monster, the, the horrors does as you say, sir. Thank you, Mac. I will scout ahead, as always. You know the arrow call. Mm. Okay. So that uh, that continues the um, the monkey the monkey creatures are Paija, P A I. J A or G A, depending depending on what culture. Some of us are already well aware of their shenanigans. You so fast with that was roughly you know roughly halfway, maybe a little closer to it um, before you hit the bog, but roughly halfway. And as you approach on the dawn. Dawn, probably, of the third day. Yeah, because you said when you set out, dawn of the third day. Uh, you can clearly see smoke rising from the southeast of the village, which looks like some of the most uh, densely populated areas, densely built up areas, such as there is here, right? Pollux does mean flee, after all, in old speak. So this is not a booming metropolis. Uh, to put this into perspective, they take up a little bit more room uh, per person, but this is roughly this is roughly one fortieth of Germentum size. Uh, having said that, you do see the fields, you do see some uh, you do see some sheep. Although actually at this actually at this point the sheep are uh, the sheep are cowering or have fled. You see sheep carcasses. And for your eyes, for sure, probably your eyes as well. You, you have you actually once I think you have you seen Utini. Hand, well, you've seen you fought them, but you actually haven't seen their handiwork because you got there quickly enough. Mm-hmm. So the two of you haven't seen the Utini's handiwork, but you know that this fearsome tribe, large, aggressive, persistent tribe of not men. But and yet they walk on two legs and they use techne. They have intelligence. They use weapons. Uh, there's you know debate about how intelligent they are. 
if they're just animals running around on legs who have tool use, or if they're cunning. Um, of course, you know the answer to that. But you're, so. Your eye knows the answer to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yep, yep, we'll get to uh, get to that. But he's got a bit of, bit of a bit, bit of an eye problem. A uh, bit of uh, trauma-induced heterochromia. Character development. So, a char- bit of character. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Character development. It's the scars that make us, baby. It's the scars that make us. Yeah. Uh, why don't the two of you make either an investigation or survival role as you're looking? I do have a question. Is this sure. black? What's that? Is this smoke black? It, it is... Ooh, Donnie, that's really good. Uh, it is... Uh, on the wane, it is it's grayish. Good, good call. Yeah, and there's no one in the fields right now. Not that you see. Yeah. No, normally there would be. Absolutely. Yeah, you're 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 all too familiar with the rhythm of Pollux and the press that the magistrate wants to squeeze everything he possibly can. And I'm I'm still scouting ahead. Yes. Uh. Or are we together here? No, 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 no. no, no. You've 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 come together. You're not you uh you're not going to wander around there by yourself when there when there could be some Utini horde. You know, awaiting you. Yeah. Dominator, there's, there's a problem. I understand we have to respect the tradition. No, the fields are empty. They're never empty at this time of day. The smoke. Go ahead. Well, we know about the roll. We know about... Crit. Oh, 23. <laughs> First roll. First roll. That portent, that's a good, that's a good portent, my she dear. She did not do very well. <laughs> Seven total. She's okay. very tired from work. She's very tired. No, you are. Backpack was heavy. No, you're, you're, you're legit tired. You're whopping strength. Yeah. You've, you've had to, negative t- you've had to re, you've had to reattach the old, uh, the old man's backpack. Uh, onto yourself, and it's just started the pain process all over again. Because remember, it was on the it was on the mule mm-hmm. for a good ways. Every time we were and walking by Cashman, though, when I see you, I would lift it up, like just not while it's uh-huh. like on my back. Aww. Okay, that's yeah. that's very sweet. I'm mm-hmm. just kind of like, <clears throat> where she's just like, oh, it got easier, you know? <laughs> He's yeah. just laughing at me. <laughs> yeah. like, what the hell? Um, Magic. <laughs> so what you're what right now you have you're trying to do two things. You're managing you're managing the pain. And you are trying to, I can, I can tell you this from personal experience, you are just blocking out everything that isn't relevant mm-hmm. to, and you are looking, you're almost like a velociraptor where you're just looking for motion, you're looking for any hint of violence directed your directed your way, and you're not worried about the nuance, which is unusual for your character. Mm-hmm. I will say you are self-aware enough that you understand that you have greatly cut down your processing so that you can keep so that you can keep combat ready. Yeah. Take that for what you will. Yeah. Uh, for you, I'm gonna let me know. I'll, I'm gonna decide something later on. I like to because that's such a that's such a nice that's such a nice crit. So you're looking, <laughs> and you in your mind's eye way say you can just about see how these wounds were made. Because remember, even though you're in the business of baking, you are no stranger to slaughter, and you also there are all there's all sorts of commerce going on on that little corner of German, the little seedy underbelly of Germantum, such as it is. Uh, so you've you've seen uh, there is a yeah there's a tannery there. So yeah, I mean you've you've seen the slaughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think you would have to have basically an intuitive leap, um, where you you kind of you've seen 
wild boars before, and you're imagining something powerful like that, getting the tusk into the sheep and disemboweling them. Uh, but what boars don't do is systematically pry open the chest cavity and remove the heart. So you're passing the sheep, and you know sometimes there'll be some you know hindquarters that have been nibbled on or something not nibbled that have been savaged. <laughs> but you're not the Utini are not dainty eaters. Uh, but you you've got but they they're I mean you're seeing a clear pattern. It'd be easy to miss in the viscera. Uh, but you're seeing this clear pattern of the chest cavity getting cracked open and, and, and the heart taken out. Uh, so maybe it's considered a delicacy. You're, you're, not, you're not sure yet. It might have mm-hmm. a, even religious significance. You don't, you don't know yet. You don't know enough about these creatures. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and actually make a note that the next time you do some sort of Utini check that you do it with advantage. Okay. And if this, is a, if this is a running theme, I might even give you some kind of pseudo- pseudo utini whisperer you know uh trait because your your character does does do some weird stuff totally um the the last thing i'll say because your passive insight is absurd uh 22 guys for those that count these sorts of things you can you and because of what you are uh custom class for those that count these things you catch a whiff literally of something that none of your companions do there is an incandescent rage attached to each of these animal carcasses that is well beyond anything that a human other than just in the grips of extreme passion would mm-hmm. be hitting mm-hmm. i mean we're talking like you know the like the betrayal of a of somebody of a beloved uh the injury of a child that sort of thing i mean the humans are capable of that but they don't live there Mm-hmm. generally and the ones who you know you, you don't spend much time around the ones who do but this is just a a burning rage that has an acrid a harsh acrid scent mm-hmm. in your uh in your in your nose mm-hmm. and you're pretty sure you would know this you you can smell it you'll pick this up again if you care to care to tune in to that that I notice them kind of offer uh, I mean, you know, you notice the bodies. You see her doing something, kind of having a moment where she. I mean, you've been away so around Wesa now for several winters, off and on, and she has started training with you now, and that's been going on for how long? When did that bad GM? Yeah, I think about. Yeah, I guess I guess yeah, a few moons probably, a few moons. Months are perfect. Months are perfect thirty days, and then. There's a weird thing that I happens saw. at the end of the year. You saw something? Yeah. <sighs> it's hard not to notice the, the rage, the brutality. I <sighs> hope to channel it in the right way. It's a lot to take in. Do, do you recognize this? Uh, look at the carcasses. Do I, I, mean, I mean, they're hard harvesting. They're, they're doing their job. Uh, and now no, they're a they're, they, Yeah, it's Utini for sure. And they're also, whenever they can, even though they have weapons that are more effective at Mayhem, they like to, the finishing blow, they like to tusk, if at all possible. This is the work of the Utini. They were perfecting and advancing last we saw. What have they gotten even further? A lot has changed, but not their cruelty. The smoke in the distance was a darker usual, so we might be seeing some 
hives burn bodies. I don't know if they be Utini or human, but be prepared. Mm. I. <sighs> I shudder. Okay. Ups. Ups. Oi. Look over there. Yeah. Crack the, crack the curtain just a bit, just to look out. Uh, you, you look out. Um, you see poor Nibs, who's been decaying out on the open. You can feel Tullius behind you, still wanting to go out there, but you've you've reasoned. Your reason was too strong to break, and the exigencies of the situation too extreme. Uh, it's not some more exigencies are extreme, but anyway. So, uh. Yeah, you're looking out, and you see... I mean, you, you know this land very well. You don't have to make a perception roll or anything like that. Uh, you see a group of humans, not these thick-bodied, coarse-skinned, snouted beings that have completely upended your world and essentially sieged you for the last three days, sieged the village for the last three days, and... Um, the other players can discover why you're still alive as, as that unfolds. Mm-hmm. But you're, uh, you're watching them come. You see them. Uh, you're still too far. There's still no way, Randy, to, to alert them without also alerting what's going on over at the manor. Gotcha. Uh, but you're, you're weighing. I know. I, I know you as a player. So I know you're, your character's already weighing the distance where he can project his voice out to catch their attention without raising without raising the alarm over at the manor. How far away are they? Probably half a football field. Half a football field. No. Are they moving towards us? They are... So you're off to the west, mm-hmm. uh, the western edge of the village. They're, they made a slight detour toward the river, and then it looks like they're moving kind of generally toward, uh, generally toward the manor. Mm-hmm. Important... You don't see your good friends there. This is the first day that you've looked out, and perhaps the Lord of Light has answered your all of your fervent prayers, because you don't you don't see them. And as you think about it, the last time that you heard their their infernal howling was deep into the deep into the night, but before the pre-dawn glim. Hmm. Go out, Dobbs. You think? How many are there? Uh, four? Yeah, four currently. Plus the other ten. You, actually on that, make a perception roll. Because of the angle you're looking at, you may may or may not see them. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I mean, eight. Eight? Yeah. Okay, you're, you're, you're way too absorbed with what's going on. Go ahead and roll for, go ahead and roll for your wife, Alba. Because she is alert and participating. She got an eight as a roll. I'm eight. not sure okay. her uh, wisdom. Yeah. Um, sorry. Uh, are you eight total? Uh, eight total for me. Eight total. was a natural right. roll for her. Right. Yeah, that was the base roll. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, yeah, you know that we're at the table. We're giving uh, total rolls, like complete rolls. Right. Um, uh, it was eight total for me. Got it. Uh, yes. No, got it. I just want to make sure that you were up on Understood. up on that piece of culture. Okay. Because uh, I used to run it differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because they're 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 out in the open, they're they're not trying to hide. Gotcha. Um, so she, Ups, look at 
look, look over there. And she and she's having to like basically put her cheek up against the up up against the the slats and kind of like peer over. Another group there is. Uh. Oi. Stay here. Watch the children. Civilius. Yep. Come with. Roy. Uh, I, uh, pick up a couple stones from the ground. Not big ones, not thick ones. Just enough that I can possibly toss in. Clack, clack, clack. Your brother-in-law, uh, Quintus, also pops up. You want me to come too, Marcus? He's a lot scrawnier yeah. than, your, than your brother. Stay here, Panassa. Even on the, even on the door, if anything happens. I'll argue that. And then, uh... I already asked once. Well, appreciate it, my brother. Your, si- your sister, your your sister looks at him, kind of kind of glares at him, and she's like, "Oh, road to hell." And you and you you hear her make you know make some on brand remark, uh, remark remark to him about, "May as well toss you out there then," but you so you you go out, you go out with your hulking brother, yeah, and and quietly along the sides of the uh, house. Okay, I assume you have your club. Of course. Yeah. Okay. And you have, have and you have the stones. Yeah, and the only weapon you have. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have a shovel. He's not really a weapon yet. Yeah. Book <laughs> One of the chickens has taken this opportunity uh, to escape, to find, uh, to find, and she she managed to get her get her head through and get the rest of her body. So you don't like chicken hearts. They're too small. Uh, chicken feet, you know, that's a whole different thing. I'm going to gently reach down and grab the chicken. <laughs> Not making any sudden moves. Ish knows me, so I'm going to stroke it. And then grab it by its neck. <laughs> and just hold on to okay. it. Yeah, not going to scare it. <laughs> and then hold on. Are you, try- are, you- are you trying to be gentle with the chicken? Yes. Okay. Because I'm not going to kill it yet. Right. Yeah. You're not going to wring the neck up? No. You know what? Make, make, make an animal handling roll. Oh, no. He's real high. <laughs> Uh, oh shit! Thirteen. Okay. No. Be- because it's your because it's your chicken. Uh, she, uh, your hand has an oddly relaxing <laughs> feel to her because you don't you didn't you know you didn't grab with murderous intent. Mm-hmm. So you you stroke the feathers. And before I move out, I turn back to the door and I gently put the chicken away. <laughs> Give it, hand it off to Alba. Okay. <laughs> hand it off to Alba. She's, she's, her wife's hands are shaking, shaking a little bit, and she takes the chicken, and then she starts stroking the chicken. And I just walk on, I mouth I love her to her, and I walk on. Okay. Against the door, against the walls to keep ourselves out from, like, just out in the open. As much as you can. There's yeah. not, there's not a whole lot. You pass, you kind of arc close to where the pig pen mm-hmm. is. Uh, some, I mean, you're a generally upstanding, you're a generally upstanding guy, but there is some, there is some dark corner of your soul that rejoices in the fact that the magistrate side of the pen got hit harder than yours. <laughs> well, he had better pigs. He did, no, he did insist on having the best pigs, and mm. so they, they, they got turned into bacon. Uh, giving a quick glance over at Servilius, does he have anything metal on him? Anything metal on him? You guys are Roll poor. Uh, no. Okay. I have. He's got his big, his big impromptu mall, or I shouldn't say impromptu. His his uh, his home carved, mm-hmm. the home carved you know tree branch that has now turned into a mall. Gotcha. I'm going to crouch down. Okay. And I'm going to take one of the stones that I have, and I'm going to toss it 
not as far as I can, but just enough to get any of the potential scouts that they have with them or anybody really to just take that as a <clears throat> okay before you do you do you do crouch down mm-hmm. before you throw you two high passive perceptions uh look out so if you don't know that at home that just means this characters are quite alert uh what is your psychological state as you're coming back to the place of your victimization though right now it's on high alert because of a teeny matter of fact i was Okay. towards the river even for a second there thinking I need to go check the canoes but I'm scouting the village first for any survivors okay alright because uh, if you if you let the old wounds run rampant you would be your eyes would be fixated on the manor you're coming up I mean you can you can clearly see the walls Corey of the manor now you, you know you're coming up on the place if, where the deed was done if it wasn't for the smoke of the Utini uh, uh, obviously being here it, that, that would have definitely been more focused on that okay yeah. okay uh, make a wisdom check for me and see if your discipline is able to override your trauma. It will be a, a, a flat wisdom check. Yeah. 11. Sorry, not that, not that bad. Uh, sorry, nine. Nine? Yeah. You see him, he's bugging out on the walls of the walls of the matter. Like, he looks toward the river mm-hmm. and then, but he keep his eyes keep Getting pulled back, almost like a magnet, over to over to the north walls of the manor. Not to alert them or anything like that. I would take because I have my shield on my five and one. I grab my <laughs> neck and kind of like that. That's task, You know, kind of like pull him a little bit forward. We need to see us survivors behind the wall. We need to check. We have to do this right. You see, Sorry. you see in your mind's eye, yeah, the slave, the the reinforced hut where they were, the pen where they were kept. Remember, Merrick, I've been here with you before. I can get in there. I can check right now. Wait. Mm-hmm. I'm going to line in this. You can control the urge for now, but you feel a building. It's a, it's in your it's in your blood. Go ahead, Randy. I have a prized possession, a trowel, and it has a little bit of metal into it. That's why we go to the blacksmith. It does. Uh, I'm going to take that. Instead of the rock, instead of throwing the rock, I'm going to take a the okay, sunlight, so you... and I'm going to glint it off the uh, the metal of it. Mm. To catch his or anybody's attention that might be over there. I, I love it. Uh, you, he doesn't even have to get that far. Uh, because as he comes out, you see these two large men coming out of... Honestly, this village is feeling more and more like a crypt to you. We're not quite fully there yet, but that's it's starting to... I mean, there's a crypt in Germentum, so you're kind of familiar with the metaphor. Um, and you see these two large gentlemen creeping at, well, one of them creeping, the other one kind of, not trundling because there's some danger, but kind of lumbering, yeah, kind of lumbering behind him, yeah, even bigger. Uh, and then you see him pause. So do you want to, do you want to tell you, he looks like he's about to chuck the stone that kind of, you know, decides better of it and starts mucking with some kind of tool at his belt? I nod to to Titus. I... Something far yonder, I see movement. Just <laughs> 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 like that. And Tyler, I'm like, you teenies don't reflect light. And I'll just like slowly start making Sorry. my way over <laughs> to where that was. And I'm like, that was yeah, good. That was good, Corey. Yourself. Yeah, um, yeah, and I'll slowly start making my way over to them, kind of like peering around, looking at, making it known that I know that they're there, but I'll keep everyone else behind me. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
you again the two the the two my two observant ones you hear some sort of susurration of conversation behind the is there any rocks is there any is there any way for me to sneak at all even not get closer not not when you're going through the village you know this has been cleared and with its Pollock's thought it was going to be bigger thought it was going to be more populated right. took up too much room so there's just it's it's pretty sparse do I see who it is? The, the biggest collection of huts is, you know, like three at a time. Uh, I will peer and see if I can see at the figures or at the, the figures. Are they are they human? Are they? They're human. They're human. They're large. They're large, um, male, but they're they're human. They're, they're clearly not Utina. Okay. They're large survivors. They're they're good people. I call it. Show yourself. I'm gonna take a look around at that point to see if anybody actually comes out. Not at him, but like. Anything that might be still lurking around. Sure. No, I mean you've had three years. You've had three days of hell, yeah. three days and nights of hell. So absolutely, you look around. Uh, I string my bow. Okay, you start stringing your bow. Um, and yeah, so you you look around. Your heart, as he as he ra- as he raises his voice, your heart comes up in your chest. Uh, you don't. Uh, you. Miracle, miracle of miracles. You don't hear. Right. And they would have already come out at that point, I'm assuming. I mean, they were on, they were on nibs, like white on rice. Yeah. So as soon as, as soon as they saw, as soon as anybody dared get within their sphere or raise their voice or anything, they were on them. And you saw over, we didn't game through all of it, Randy, but like you saw several more people get right. taken down as they either tried to sneak into the manor or at one point some unfortunate soul was trying to sneak out of the manor. It was a woman or a man that tried to sneak out? That tried to sneak out a man. Okay. And he was not as not as quick or quiet as he thought he was, and they, they grabbed him and dragged him down, and that was the end of him. Okay. Um, so, go ahead. Go ahead and finish that, and then I'm going to give you guys an additional detail. Uh, that's as far as if, no, if nothing is charging out at you when you speak up and mm-hmm. actually make noise, I'm going to quietly like rise to my full height mm-hmm. and just quietly look around because I'm still on edge and yeah. just like clutching clutching my club really crude club uh, and yeah, it's like, white knuckles yeah definitely white knuckled me lol yes you can address me as such so you come yeah I'll you're, you're gonna come closer okay. and then, like yeah the only thing is kind of like take the palm down one hand but I wouldn't be pointing it at him okay. so what is his style of uh, dress like <laughs> Titus would you like to describe yourself <laughs> Fair, yeah. Um, it would basically be a silver articulated plate with a gold griffin, uh, red hair kind of out. You'll see kind of a scar in his eyes, eye, one green, one kind of milky powder blue. Um, very, it's royalish, but however, frontier royal. So it would be have that, but it would have kind of like, for the cold, it would have kind of had that brooch of like fur, so you know, like that kind of, yeah. It would look like someone of importance, but not anybody of like high, high level. Gotcha. You know, so it kind of come off to you like, oh man, this must be uh, either a lord and or someone like high ranking. Or richly dressed. Yeah. Got it. Make an insight check. Uh, 23. Okay. You, you have a moment. You can clearly see him. You're still aware. You're still, but you feel yourself almost step outside of your body, which you don't have words for. Uh, 
hairs on the back of your head rise. And so for the next sentence or two, you you can still speak, and but it's almost like you're listening to somebody else speak who has your voice. Mm. Uh, importantly, you don't sound like you because in the ancient world, there was no way to ever actually hear your voice. Mm. And so you are hearing your voice as he would hear it, not as you would hear it. Interesting. And as you're looking at him, you can see this towering, he's 6'5", you can see this towering, you know, kid who's built like a brick shithouse, but you look at, you're looking at a kid. He's a warrior, obviously, and he's of age, but he is still young. Most people are not going to understand how young he is. And you can already see the weirs. He's so young for, he's far too young for the years to be, for the winters to be weighing on him like that, Randy, but they already are. And it's almost like he's, it's almost like he's 10, 15 winters further. 16, but a day over 35. Yeah. 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 It's been rough. It's been, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's been rough. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. Then I'm going to give a quick look at the, his companions. Okay. Starting with Merrick. Uh, I'm gonna slip in the I'm gonna slip in the descriptions, uh, not all at once, but go ahead and describe your character to the rest of the group. Uh, he is roughly six one ish, give or take. Uh, very broad shoulders, homespun clothing. Like he has a really weathered face to him, uh, and deeply tanned. So denoting a, an entire life lived outdoors mm-hmm. and whatnot. Uh, there are laugh lines around his eyes. Um, and it seems like he always kind of wants to smile. You know, it's like, even in the situation, it's just like, just has that kind of look about him. But he, the clothing is completely crude. Just enough to, to get by, to, to work whatever I need to work, and to move on. Uh, unlike you, it's nothing rich about this. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I look around not, the no, entire not at all. and I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of take that. Okay. Uh, good. Yeah. What is your name? Um, Marcus, my lord. What happened here? The Atini. They came three days ago. Destroyed most of us. I'm starting to get in touch. What's time? We need to get out of the of the area. Come is, back to our home. They're still here? They were this morning, before dawn. Where is safety? I'm now back to the to my hut. You see a cluster of three huts near, nearby. We have four families there. Gaggle the children. A bunch of us. It's the only place we could stay. Find the key. The walls. Do they survive? <laughs> that bastard. No, of course not. They're dead. I've been sitting in my hut trying to keep alive and you're asking me if they're dead? Who's the master here? What? Who's your master here? Uh, sex this morning. Understood. Yeah, yeah, arrow just I'm gonna step back. (laughs) Like my club comes up and I step back. Left us to die, did the bit the big guy behind him says. Left us to rot and die out here. Understood. Well, tell us about what happened. We'll tell you while we're here. Uh, In the house, you hear some sort of activity behind the gate of the keep. It and on a morning like this, where it is, you know nearly as quiet as a sepulcher out here you you can actually hear the metal on metal because it's so distinct there's not much metal in this village of somebody playing with the playing uh with the gate yeah. Merrick ducks and starts yeah. 
And you're 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 a good you're a good distance from the gate. I mean, you you know that's that's on the river, and you guys are almost on the western side of town. I'm looking back as well. Okay, but I'm moving closer to my hut in case I have to move away. Okay, I'll I'll follow him behind him, but also kind of keeping a decent distance and having all of you behind me. Okay, okay. So, how did you did you want to go anywhere in particular? It's pretty barren out here for cover. I mean, there's huts, right? There's huts, but there's no, there's nothing convenient. I mean, his huts are the closest huts. So it's like a big space before the hut. Mm-hmm. I moved to the first hut. Okay, well then that would be that one. That's what your hut, correct? Mm. The bigger one. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Randy. We didn't have a chance to go over these, so it's going to be uh, it's going to be this guy is yours. Uh, this one is uh, Servilia, your sister. And then uh, this one is Servilius. Yes, there was a lot of there was a lot of creativity in the family. This one was Servilius, uh, technically the older brother. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is these? three. Yeah. Um, <laughs> gosh, I'm having a uh, having a Sexes uh, and surveillance. Yeah. yeah. Uh, g- yeah. Um, gen-, gen X moment with this is my brother Daryl. My other brother Daryl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that. So. Uh, yeah, so you have these, and then this is the chicken coop. Yeah. What yeah. the chicken? And a, and a chicken coop in the middle of between we all need, three of them. Yes, we need more, and we need we need more. <laughs> my my official request, my official request production team for a, a gaggle of chickens. Yeah. So uh, three, fo- three, five, three foot five, <laughs> small humans, just dashes. Yeah. By the way, that. you have not seen a kithki before, so this is that you've heard tale of them. And I mean, so it's not, you're not freaked out, but this is the first time that you, is the very, cause, yeah, because you, well, technically you have, but you don't, you were too young, so you, gotcha. don't, you don't remember that. Um, so yeah, he's. It wasn't so tense at the moment at the gate, wasn't actually, I'd actually take a moment longer to actually regard him. That's fair. Uh, but yeah, that's at fair. this point, you've, the gate's starting to open. And... You've, you've got other priorities. Okay. Um, Corey, if we need to, we can put down, we can put down a figure, but again, no. Uh, no battle currently. Where do you want to run to the hut? So you've got a couple different little places. You, those boulders are big enough. Um, the boulders are big enough to to uh, to conceal you. If you want, you could try to get in between the huts. You could, you know. The, if the boulders are big enough to conceal me. I will use the boulder and hide. Which one? Which one do you want? Oh, between these two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This one is. This one's. Yeah. This one would be pushing it. But it's a lot closer to the hood. Where's the gate at? The manor's that direction. No, uh, sorry. No, manor's, oh. manor's this way. So in general, guys, actually, that's a good one. Um, was, yeah, I was going to go inside the house, but keep cover. I'm going to generally uh, orient the map as though Jeromentum is always to is always ahead Love of that. me. Perfect. Yeah. And so the Kogi River, basically for all this campaign, unless something really weird happens, is always going to be to my right. Okay. And your and home is always going to be toward the camera. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. All right. And the mansion is towards the river. Then. And the the manor. Yeah. Well, I mean, mansion mansion's kind of highfalutin. <laughs> even even manor even manor is pushing large it. shack. It's, it's a it's a it's a glorified farmhouse, guys. I mean, come on. Yeah. But uh, um, but it's going to be it's on the river, essentially. Okay. And how far from us is it roughly? From here, uh, about a football field. Okay. Okay. So I'll go to the, the first rock then. Okay. Yeah. And I will, I will hide behind that. Okay, make a. Um, actually, no, I will make. I will make that for you. What's your? Um, I guess it's just stealth. Yeah, Stu, because those are stealth. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's your plus? Nine. Nine. Stealthy, stealthy. My specialty. Stealthy, stealthy hobbitids. All right, hobbitses. So you get. 
with apologies for JR. Um, <laughs> you would be. Talking, joking, joking, so, I'm going to warn you, even with that roll, um, whatever it was, it's still open enough that, and, you know, we don't have all the terrain, but, um, like, to your north, pretty pretty soon are the pig pens. So, if somebody's approaching from the, their north, they're going to see you. It's This is stealth. This is not magic. So, mm, you, they're going to see you. Okay. I um, make a eye to Merrick of just kind of like a... And... Uh, Actually, before before all that, tell me where tell me where you guys are relatively. Um, if he was following us back to the hut, I would go on the far side of the hut, away from that, but not inside of it. But kind of take a glance in to see if it is, you know, while passing by and keeping you two very close and behind me. Far side of the hut. So you want to go? On the back? on the far side of the larger hut that his family's inside of. Okay. Yeah. So inside. So you want to be in the chicken coop or in, around not the, chicken, in the coop. chicken coop? But basically, <laughs> sorry, around the chicken <laughs> yeah, coop. Underneath whatever coverage it would be, but outside, I would want to go directly inside until we look in. Okay. So yeah. here. Exactly. Okay. And close, even closer up against the wall. Okay. Oh, so you're actually so, so uh, big boy is actually being a little stealthy stealth. Mm, okay. Stealthy. Are you? Do, are you? Yes. Oh yeah. I would have him just be like. You guys know, following and kind of keeping an eye, looking at the back of you and looking at the back of your, was it your brother or brother-in-law? Oh, okay. But yeah, just keeping an the eye. Big, the big, two, the, and the big one. Slowly kind of following you guys into while you're walking into the hut and then kind of like peering in to see what it is. Okay, do you actually go into the hut? I, I do a knock on the door. I'm sure they're watching me. Uh, like all the, and I'm sure she's watching me. So I'm going to as I approach. Okay, uh, let me get, uh, let me get uh, Wes and Katrin. So what are, you, what are y'all doing? Um, I'm gonna follow him. Okay. Um, per usual, um, but I think she's gonna, if she can, um, kind of zone into the Eternal River. Okay. To see what she can see, if there is any mana that she can see revolving around certain things. Maybe she can see. I don't know if she can see this far, but see wow. any sort of life force or something that's behind whatever's happening. You walk around, you feel that tingle, and with you, it starts at the base of your spine. It always has. You know that now. Looking back, it runs up, and as you're just kind of dropping into it, you only have a hint, just a hint, of that ghostly fire running up your slender frame. And then your eyes turn and you start to see you t- start to see what the what the gods used to make all of creation although only a tiny tiny piece of it not like when not like when your mentor kind of threw the through the shutters wide open mm. you're just seeing a small piece of it although you do know more than you used to a bit a tick more than you used to she's been practicing too that makes sense yeah you start to see so here anika you're just seeing what you would expect you see the dervishes, the kind of the lazy dervishes, if that's not an oxymoron, of <laughs> mana kind of twirling up from the ground. Uh, you also sense and and almost hear, uh, and there is, off in the distance, there is a note somewhere in the trickling of the river, of the eternal river, of the flow of mana and ley lines and life force that make up that are the constituent parts of creation. There is a, a note that 
you haven't heard before, and it's getting it's getting a little closer. It's coming from the southeast. Would you like to make an arcana check? Yes. Okay. Hell yeah. <laughs> Good. Twenty-four. Wow. Oh, okay. No. You, you guys are you guys are on. You guys are on, you guys are on, on this. Check. There's only a check here. No. Yeah. Louise. Sorry, guys. I'm good at my job. Oh my. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you are good. At, you are good at your job. So. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> yeah, you know that you're you're starting. You, you, you've been a player enough that you're you're starting to know my little expressions. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you which okay this is what you get you're it is it is a new sound i mean it's off in the distance it's not it it's what it isn't any kind of will working that okay. that that you would know uh that you would certainly know you'd either feel it or you'd either feel it or you'd hear it um and i'm going to say that largely it's your hearing that's been tuning up lately basically between first and second level. It's been your hearing of the Eternal River that's been tuning up, because it, it has its own song. The stars have their own song. You know, planets have their own song. And you hear <gasps> the first yes! whisper! <laughs> we love these whispers. A little while. Anyway. The listeners at home, this happens all the time and it will only ever happen to Catron and or Wesa usually. It does not happen to any other character. Not me, so anyway, ever. It doesn't pick up on any mic of what she's being whispered. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the Darkport Sideboard. <laughs> Darkport Sidebars. <laughs> Thank you, Donnie. Uh, and I just don't want anybody else to hear something. I can't. It's so frustrating. And you'll yeah. never know. These are yeah. good ones. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just is going to turn, turn, turn the gain way up. <laughs> just to hear your secret. Yeah, just to hear the, no. just to hear the, the whispers, the susurrations. Sorry, y'all. Uh, okay, so yeah, that's that's what you get. Uh, do you, do, are you just doing your usual catcher and thing? Yep. Okay, that's what I thought. Stone face. All right. That's kind of an SOP. It's like, the, it's like the glazed kind of look. She's still focused, but yeah. glazed, and then just like following <laughs> wherever she has to go. Okay. I'm still assuming she's just exhausted. Um, Fair. Wesa goes around to the back of the hut, more closer to you. Okay. Um, and she's stringing her bow and seeing if she can smell anything in the air that might alert to. <laughs> um, Which one's got the family God. in it? <laughs> the bodies. No, sorry, hon. Go ahead. Oh yeah, yeah. she's just she's it's just seeing if she can smell anything. I can help her understand what's going on. You smell the chicken coop. Ooh, living color. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Which. I'll, I'll tell you what you don't smell. You don't smell incandescent. You don't smell the acid burn of incandescent fury. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's a relief. And. You can, I mean, yes, you can smell the pressure, you can smell the tension, mm-hmm. but there is a resolve to these to these people that is a little surprising to you, mm-hmm. because you've been you've been around plenty of people under plenty of stressful situations, and humans do not normally cope cope with. This has been going on for three days now. I mean, they've been enduring a three day, a, a, basically a slow rolling raid um, that has decimated their home, mm-hmm. and they're still. You don't, you smell, 
anxiety and yeah, some fear, but you don't catch panic. That's inspiring. <clears throat> yeah, and you're you're ready. You know, you're totally ready. you're ready to move. What do they look like? Uh, you'll get uh, you'll get one of them, Randy. Okay, Ooh, I know. Ra- Randy really. Well, Randy's like, let's go. Well, it's because we for you know for years and years and years there was always this, as soon as the character was introduced, I was I was kind of maniacal about you know describe the character. So just mm-hmm. trying to keep make sure that the narrative goes forward. But yeah, let, let's go ahead and hit. Yeah. Uh, no, no, it's it's good. Now's a good time to drop another one. Um, you see, Catherine, she's a little bit over five foot, like mm-hmm. slightly. Very small, very. No, there's, this is bigger catcher, remember? Well, no, she's still she's still small. She's thought... not. How 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 tall did she get? Catcher was like five seven now, or five she? five six or oh five God, seven. Oh my god, we're the yeah. same height, yeah. guys. Yeah. She had a growth spurt. Yeah. <laughs> so now she's uh, still small. She's very petite, but yeah. she's taller, I guess. Mm. Same with me. But haha. <laughs> 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 um, finally, almost taller than you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not at all. Um, but you see her her hair's dark in a messy bun. She's got um, like little um, braids going through it. It's kind of just like wisping around her and her eyes are kind of, right now they're glazed, but typically they're kind of like darty and they just, they seem like they know more than you. <laughs> it's very frustrating. She does. <laughs> um, but she's, she's very simple. She's got a, Face full of freckles. Uh, she looks very different, but she's beautiful, and she, she's the only one that doesn't know it. How old does she appear to be? Um, she's young. So, what at this point? I mean, she's sixteen, mm-hmm. but a little. She looks a little older than that. A little bit, but. but she's got that like super youthful kind of face. Like she hasn't seen a lot of hardship, um, or as much hardship, um, where she doesn't look as as tired mm-hmm. and as sad <laughs> um so she's still got a, a quite a bit of youth yeah and her clothing oh her clothing yeah. is is very simple yep. like super simple kind of like shift dress or like tunic um nothing crazy about it little uh leather gauntlets uh, uh brace bracers bracers, bracers. Yeah. yeah um and then a backpack uh that she doesn't she doesn't know what's in it she's just holding it dearly so roughly simple peasant guard kind of build? Pretty much. Honestly, yeah. yeah. It's very, very little. Uh, I'm going to let you continue to ride off of that earlier excellent kind of out-of-body insight check as these people. You you look at her and your entire life, yeah, your entire life has been lived amongst the same, you know, less than 200 people. I mean, even mm-hmm. even accounting for the, the births and the deaths and et cetera. And she looks, there is something about this one that looks different. Uh, where, and you don't, you don't know exactly how to place that, but something about the formation of the eyes maybe, or, I mean, you're used to tan skin, so that's mm-hmm. not remarkable. You know, the freckles are not remarkable either, but there's just, there's, some, there's something different. And you do, even though your character is, with, with respect and love, even though your character is ignorant in the literal sense of the word, just because you don't know the world outside of your village, um, you, you know, you obviously have a great understanding of humans, mm. and she looks, yeah, it looks looks different. And you know that there are many different kinds of people. I mean, you're seeing another one uh, over there. There is something that you also notice. Um, she is doing this with her hand, but there's nothing in it. Mm. It looks like she's flipping a coin, mm. but there's no coin. Oh, that's a there's good no nothing. That, 
That's a good catch. And it's her, it's kind of her tick. That's and a good so, catch, Anika. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's odd. <laughs> you... Finger roll. <laughs> yeah, like a loan shark. Your your wife immediately hugs you, uh, as you as you come back in, and give a for a survey of the of the room again, but quick, just once over, make sure all the kids are together, like like that. Uh, they are. Do you um, at at this moment? Because I know we this is kind of been rotating through, Randy. At this moment, do you have all the kids in your hut uh-huh. together? Okay. Yeah, it's That's... the only it's the best place to actually take care of them in case we did get attacked. Okay, so. Because I know at one point you were kind of trying to hold the courtyard, yeah. the courtyard, the, yeah, chick, but, the chicken courtyard. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, it's like it's daytime. We're probably going to be needing to sleep here soon. You know, it's like we've that's been true because you've been up at that's true because yeah. you've been up at night because they're they're active. They're more active at yeah. night. So yeah, that's good. That's a, probably the time to sleep and whatnot. That's a good point. Well, okay, half of them might even be asleep for that matter. Oh, most I'm sure most of the kid. Yeah, I'm sure most of the kids, um, and then the older the older children, you know, have it's sad, but they've also taken up whatever impro- improvised arms they're able to. Tiger Queen, your chicken king. <laughs> uh, so you, uh, I hug her back, give and, her, yeah, kiss her on the forehead, and hold her close as I turn back to the guests. We, we haven't guessed, Lord. Why now? Why now? Uh, now? Maybe he might have seen Livia out there. Yeah. Why? Livius. Oh, he sees this gigantic redhead kind of like peering over the side of the door, looking in. Someone else who might have gotten away. I have no idea. So you would have to be, you actually can do that, Donnie, because even though these huts only have one door out, mm-hmm. his hut and the other two who established this actually have a passageway through, so there's a second, there's a back door. Oh, okay. Um, well, the back door's closed, though. Yes. I would have been, going, I would have been following him to the front. Oh, oh okay. Okay. So you do, you, because this is, this is the back, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, I was waiting until the side of the door. Sorry, I thought the door was on the same way as that. I'll show you. Oh, okay. So he walks away and goes into there. Okay. Yeah. Then I'll stay in the back because I'm assuming that I see where that door is, and this I'll. Is this is too fun. Okay. Yeah, I'll kind of like. <laughs> do the two. This is this is like being, this is this is being Legos all over again. Do you uh, do y'all want to follow him or do you want to stay undercover? No. If I'm squared. Yeah, I would kind of knock at the back of the door if I know that that's a door. At the back door. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let him go and greet that. It's kind of like. I would stay at the back door. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm not letting you guys go anywhere without me. Mm. Okay, uh, you hear the knocking. You do see a delegation moving out of the keep now. They took their sweet time opening that gate, and there and it looked like there was some kind of squabbling going on as the gate, you know, where the uh-huh. gate was like cracked and there was squabbling. You're too far to make out the exact words. It almost doesn't matter. And now you do, uh, you do see an unfamiliar, again, another unf- yet another unfamiliar person, older definitely, coming out. And behind him, you also see uh, the unmistakable, relatively unremarkable kind of figure of your magistrate minor. Behind. That's lovely. All right. Along with his bully boys. I open the back door. Firing a warning arrow. Oh, to me. him. Yeah. Uh, that's... Okay. Be close enough for you. Okay. Uh, so. Roll. Kifki Lucky. Thank you. Explain that real quick. So, um, Kifki have an ability when they roll a one, they get to reroll again on, on most things, uh, to keep it simple. Yeah. And it has to do with our blessing. Uh, we're just lucky, luckily, we're naturally lucky. And in, in this world, uh, Magna Marta, who's our 
our patron, our, our goddess, essentially, of nature, um, grants us ability to, to just somehow just not actually fall, mm. not actually shoot the wrong way, not actually stumble, but Handy. Tripping. able to trip and like recover. Handy. So very and nice. I, and I and I work that into the and I work that into the narrative depending on what the second roll is. So now we have a eighteen. All right. So the arrow starts off horribly and you 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 overclock to draw your hand and this you haven't done since you were a kitling. Your hand is shaking as you release it and you already know this arrow is going to is going to go just nowhere. And instead there's a gust of wind at the right time <laughs> and it blows because because it's he gets to reroll ones not because he's good but because the magna mater the great mother loves loves her children mm-hmm. so there's a gust of wind at the right time and the arrow the shaft goes and uh, and that's a yellow yep so no, there's so I wouldn't be that <clears throat> no no cuz you're in cuz you're uh, inside so yeah i would turn to Merrick kind of like looking and See, just Merrick like, do you have some sort of sign yeah. and i it's like a count like how many? How do I see? You see uh, quite uh, quite a delegation coming out. So you see this man uh, actually uh, make a religion check. I want to see if there's a detail. I want to see if you understand this or not. You may not. Natural 20. Yeah. Hey, second quarter. Okay. Yeah, second. Yeah, second. 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 Yeah. Yeah. You guys are rolling really well. Uh, you. Okay. Then uh, he is wearing a cir- uh, he's wearing a circlet of faith. So he is a senior priest of Quailathon. Specifically, he is a senior priest um, of the primes. So the ones who believe in ten lights instead of eleven or twelve. The circlet is um, unadorned, other than you know being a valuable circlet of bronze mm-hmm. in a pretty poor in a pretty poor world. The tenth light is. So the primes believe in tenth light, uh, in ten lights, but he can worship any of those oh. uh, inside it's of them. Eleven through twelve. Uh, right, just not the eleven through twelve. Mm-hmm. Just so. As you are looking, I'm going to say with that twenty, you're really zeroed. You're really zeroed in on him, and so and he's he's proudly he's proudly wearing his candle of faith. Mm-hmm. You see the bottom portion of it is silver and the flame is gold uh, and the last thing I'll say it's a little weird that you would know this but you did roll a 20 but Geromentum does have all th- does have all three sects of uh, Quailathon in it uh, you know that the silver is the third light which is wisdom and the gold is the fourth light which is prosperity and so some of them do some some of them do Corrupt. some of them do worship uh more than one light uh at a time usually usually only t- if it's more than one it's usually t- one or two and he's escorted by well he's not really escorted Corey, because uh he is moving like a man of no uncertain opinion he's moving toward the, uh this hut i mean he's Almost striding, but he doesn't. He doesn't quite have the fluidity to to get there. But he's you know he's going he's going at a at a at a quick at a quick pace. Over behind him. So I spoke too soon. So you have him. You have the magistrate miner. 
but the magistrate minor issues his men ahead of him. So six men go ahead of him, and then behind him, in kind of like, it, it, this would be comedic if the situation wasn't so tense, you have someone who's like the, uh, the dog walker, who's trying to walk as many dogs as humanly possible, and then some to maximize the efficiency. And he's got a, he's got a pack of Bazarit behind him that he's pulling on, pulling on leashes. And they're, they're responding. I mean, these foul, these nasty foul-tempered creatures are responding to him. And they actually recognize the magistrate. Is he hairy? How about that? Uh, quite. Good question. Quite. In fact, in, in, in fact, one might even, in fact, one might even say that he is the simian visaged hair suit man instead of the simian visaged hair suit youth. Wow. That's a hell of a description. <laughs> Yeah, so count for it. I, 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 I go, and I go. Yeah, and then I go another, and I go. And I like knock a little bit quicker. I'm like, okay. Marcus, yeah. open up the door. It's already open. It's the back door. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. I walk in. I'm like, you see about twenty people crammed into this hut. There are five men, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, four, one, two, four. Cynthia, Alba, four, uh, sister, and the wife of the sheep herder. Uh, Servilia, Drusilla, okay. Mm-hmm. Four or five women? Four women. Four, four women, and then the rest are children. Okay, and then I see through the door that they're approaching, but they're still probably pretty far away. Do you, do you still have the door open? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so he was yeah, actually yeah, behind. So yeah, so you do. Marcus, a boy came to our village, ran at an unnatural speed, warning us of this attack on your village. Did the magistrate do anything to protect you or your people? Well, he didn't. Why are they coming here now? You're here. Well, this boy, tell me about him. Act proper, act proper. That's a lord. That's a lord. It's too exhausted. Just told us that he was running towards us. My dear. Can I touch him? Can I touch him? He's young. No, darling, don't. But yeah, back down. Shut your gob. That being said, I didn't know if it was from the magistrate or from the people. Right now, I think it would be best if you came back with us to Jeromenshrim and we should probably begin to head north. At this moment, right now. And I look out at those guys and I look at the people and I'm like... He's going to be here, the the father at the front, the priest at the front is going to be here fairly soon. Okay. Like, we might not even have time, should we? Yeah. You, I'll stay with you. Have your men and your people go out the back door with Waysa and them, and uh, looks like we will need to have a conversation. Uh, all right. Your wife. Can I trust him? Like, can, uh, do we kind of make an insight roll? Uh, your wife and your sister are both, you know, uh, are both looking at you. Kind of quizzically look, looking at him. Right. They 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 are averting their eyes, although his sister a little bit less. Uh, Can I feel any ill intention? Make, make a <laughs> make, make an insight check. And do do okay. okay. Twenty three again. Okay, you don't need advantage. I was going to say because of your earlier interaction, you can even do so with advantage. Hmm. <laughs> okay, this will be interesting. <laughs> 
Here on the Darkport sidebar. Don't worry about it, they're going to be giving away some secrets. Secrets that you can't hear, secrets that I'll never know. They'll be to every other character on the table aside from Titus. Titus doesn't know anything. Doesn't need to know anything. Wisdom is not a hideout. Welcome to the Darkport sidebar. Yes, I did. So after. I don't know, maybe, because I know time is of the essence here, so maybe mm. after about a five, ten second long, long look at you. Mm. I nod to all the guys at the kids, the bug bags. Right, Obs. Sit okay. Got them. Keep them. Mm. I'll stay. You go. I'll be alone. Piss off. I'll be alone. Shut your gob and go. All right. They, they, start, to, they start to gather their, I'll be their back. meager belongings. Yeah. Remember that we had the uh, the the run bags already prepared. Oh yep, no no, no you're right, you're right. Yep, because in case we had to yep, run the bug out bags. So yep, you they do not even have to gather. That is a good point because this this scene would have changed, Randy. So mm-hmm. uh, no, they just they just grab these little their their few possessions that are already bundled up, and uh, your sister, you know the ta- the task mistress of mm-hmm. the of the extended family. It's just like right. On, on, off you go, off you go, off you go. Just one, one after the other, like a fe- like a kid factory, mm-hmm. shooting them out into shooting them out past the coop. Where, where, where? <clears throat> Maya, Maya, right there. Go, 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 go. Yeah. And I would, I would also turn back to. Uh, so Catherine they're they're streaming into hers. Where are our men located? I, I'm gonna shoot behind the rock a little bit more, and I'm gonna fire an arrow at the men, a yellow arrow. That will give away your position. It's now daylight, and they're and the and these this delegations approaching. Then I and you do not have the skull graffiti. Okay, all, all right. right. So you hold off on that. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, as those people are kind of like rare ready. Um, how far away is the magistrate from the front of the door? The magistrate or the priest? Because the priest is going to hit you first. The priest, I would be like, I'm Marcus. We shouldn't have a conversation. And I'm going to have you go out, and then I'll walk out after they recognize you. Okay. Just okay. Like myself. Yeah. It would just be like him go out first, and then me behind him, kind of like towering up. So, you, so you don't have a friendly fire situation, is what you're thinking. Okay, got it. Uh, my weapon will still be in hand, but it will not be raised. It won't be aggressive. It'll just be loosely held at the side. Um, okay. So because, man, three days of this crap. You know? Okay. So you're not you're not brandishing the club, but it's no, but it's, <laughs> but it's, it's within easy reach of myself. Like you okay. To. Uh, and I'll walk out. I'll lead him and. The ladies with them, or are they staying inside? They're with. They're no, staying. they're they're, they're behind. The oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're also you're also making sure that the kids get get through. Um, the one of the younger ones is she's so scared she tries to crawl into the chicken coop and hide in the coop. I would bend down and hey, darling. Hmm. I know you're a bit scared, but I promise you, if we all go together. It's the best case scenario, and when we're together, we're going to be okay. Come. Make a persuasion check. Sweet. Nice. 26. You guys are killing it today. Oh, my God. So, no, she's, she's ways as world persuasive when she wants to be. Big, yeah. big smile. <laughs> you talk pretty, you do. And her eyes, her oh eyes. <laughs> Can you teach me to talk pretty? Of course, darling. Oh. Can I hold your hand? 
can hold my hand and I'll braid your hair later. <sighs> oh man. Because you've got the killer uh, you've got you've got the killer, oh, braids. Yeah, killer braids. I feel like this is a good time to introduce what Wesa looks like then Whoa. as the child is. So Wesa is about five two, five three. She's a lean, lean frame. She's got two braids in the front usually, sometimes she pins them back, but she has a turquoise pin on the side of her head. She's wearing like a light leather armor. Mm. She's carrying a few different swords and da- well, A few different weapons, yeah. A few different weapons. Yeah, a variety of um, weapons. She has a bow. Uh, she also has a little sack of treats um, tucked inside. Always. Uh, always, always. And um, she... She has the skin and the hair of someone that's been taken really great care of mm. most of her life, but now she's a few more cuts and scrapes on her hands um, and arms. Bit of light callousing now across, bit, across yeah. the hands. Yeah. yeah. Um, and her cheeks are quite full. She shows her her love of treats through her her face, and and yeah, she's warm. About how old is she up here? She, about 14 winters, um, and her she, eyes are a brown, amber color. And Angel, we're in public space at this point, right? Oh, you know what? Good, uh, good call. I put I put this out, and then I and then I put it back. So for those of you at home, <laughs> since this was yes, clearly public. Um, since there is sometimes some confusion about where scenes are taking place, there is a public. This is scene is taking place in public. I was doing so good with this too before <laughs> streaming. I was I was really I was re- so pretty to look at. You know, I was really on this. No, I'm going to keep them. Keep it for yourself. There is so this is uh, this would be the marketplace. So that's showing public. This would be you will get to this uh, up north. This would be the Kifki Arbor, and that is semi-public. <laughs> and then for and then for printing reasons, even though this doesn't entirely make sense in character, here is Katrin in at ruins, which uh, apparently she's by herself because that Alone. is because that is what we have for private right now. It was supposed to be Titus in the crypt, but I mean it makes sense. I got the first secret. Here you we got go. the first secret. No, that's true. That's, that's true. true. And obviously in the future, until we have some weird sci-fi parallel universe thing going on we are only going to have one of these out at a time thank you Corey so yeah so we are now in public uh, such such as it is and uh, alright yeah so the f- she um, comes along with me oh yeah absolutely yeah absolutely no she's she's uh, she's starry eyed and she's you eat and smell pretty <laughs> and maybe I offer uh, to the kids uh some Arpo pie. Some Arpo, okay. Woo! They, a lot of them. They flock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All the twists yeah. all over your yeah. hair. Exactly. Yeah. Like. They, they, they immediately flock. You notice, though, you do notice, because you, you've seen all kinds of different versions of humanity around treats, uh-huh. obviously. They don't slap each other, they don't step on each other, and they don't push each other. Mm. Um, there's some pouting. There's a little bit of glaring. But there's no physical violence <laughs> to enforce the treat hierarchy. Mm. All right. I'm even happier to share with them. Awesome, oh. awesome. <laughs> so you see, you just for GM, he is in front of you. Yeah, like abreasted, kind of at an angle. Okay, so I would you, be standing behind him, but I'd be standing like a little, like a 
probably a shoulder's length kind of on the side. It would not be socially appropriate for you to oh, stand. Oh, okay. That makes sense. For but you yeah, to stand beside I would stand him. in front of him then. Okay. At the exact same kind of like increment. Okay. A little bit in front of him. And I would just have kill in the back, pile up on the back, and kind of like hand on hill on the sword, just kind of like very casual, just looking at them. Is he on your left, or is he on your right, which also has so- social implications? He'd be on my right. Okay. Okay. So that Merrick has a clearer line for anything. That too, right? That yeah, that, that too. Yeah, that's not the station thing. It's not the station. Although, although, although it just happens to it just happens to coincide. It gives him yep. a little bit more weight because he's at your good right arm. Yep. <clears throat> Do I know the, the senior priest's name? Anyways. Yeah. Exactly. No, you have not. You have not seen this yeah. person. You did not even know he was. You did not even know he was here. Bear in mind, though, that there is plenty of activity that happens on the back end of mm-hmm. the manor that you are not privy yeah, to. Of course, and I'm not going to see because he has his own dock. Up or yeah, down, no, or he has his own dock. River. Unless you have right, unless you happen to be someplace, it's not. It's not unusual that you right. that people come and go. Um, what is unusual is that his presence here was not announced. That is unusual. As a senior priest, he would. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a little weird. As I, as we, as they approach, I even know the priest. This is the priest. One approaching us is. Well, I don't even know him. I'll never say him. I didn't even get a fanfatication kind of. Ave. Ave. I expect that you are. Uh, am I addressing House Vorn? You are. Ah, uh, let me correct myself. Ave, Domini. Apology accepted. Ave. It's kind of like a real flex to it. I have the pleasure of being Father Cratius of Leptis Regium. Mm. I have been granted a certain amount of freedom, and he, touch, he touches the circlet, a certain amount of freedom by his grace. Understood. And I am curious as to the activity over here and the fact that yourself, that your lordship would deign to come to such an inconsequential location as Pollux. No, we received an emissary of a young boy. Come again? I'm coming to warn about what was happening here. We wanted to come and help. Though it is a satellite of leftist regime, it's my duty as a lord to help those in need. This man, and I look over, or I look over to Marcus and like, is telling us as such, Utini reads. Indeed, in in fact, and then the uh, Sextus Minor shoves shoves his way through. Hold on to them. Hold on. But it's going to take him a second to get up there. Hold on to them. Hold on to them. Mm-hmm. He's making his way through the men. Um, My face is carefully schooled, <laughs> like mm-hmm. carefully schooled, neutral as as I can make it right now. But I am seething underneath of him. You, yes, yes, you, yes. Like you know what's been going on for mm-hmm. the last three days, and you know what happened. Mm-hmm. The one detail I will say uh, is that behind them now, clearly, Donnie, now that you're out and you're you're fixed east, mm-hmm. and you already knew this, you can see a number of corpses arrayed around the gate. And part of the bickering was that they were arguing about who had to climb over the wall to shove them out of the way because they, the gate had caught on the corpses. Mm-hmm. And now from where you're fixed, you can see that. So people died trying to get in, try, mm-hmm. trying to get in. And they wanted to keep them out. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, so he, you're looking at uh, a pinch-faced, gray-bearded man in, I won't go so far as to say finery, 
mm-hmm. but in you know his his robes of station are certainly clean. The linen is crisp, uh, high quality. You don't you do not see. Uh, actually, no, I take that back. There is a eh, there is a little there's a little there's a little gold piping mm-hmm. around here, a little silver, yeah. little silver lining. You know, Priest comes with its benefits. It's subtle. It's subtle, but it's it's definitely there. He's he he's he's no itinerant. He's no itinerant preacher. Yeah, I start. Yeah, I start looking kind of behind him and looking around him. I'm like, so when did you arrive? Just recently, Domini. In fact, I, priest, father, we don't need to talk about his business. Excuse you. This is the Lord I'm addressing. Oh. Yeah, I look at him like. I look back at the, at the priest. And I've been here less than a 10 day there was interest make a uh, make a persuasion check let me see how let me see if if he likes the cut of your jib or not it's a crit <laughs> dude that is the best okay okay nice baby <laughs> yeah no you guys have, you suck you guys have really been doing that okay he looks at you oddly I I feel I can unburden myself to you My, unburden myself to you he's in shock just that this entire city's been covered with burden. That's, he looks back the looks back at the corpses, looks over at the smoke. That's certainly one way of saying it. I I arrived here because there was there was interest. You understand the gentleman behind me, uh, Sextus Glabrio. His, indeed, his cousin is the magistrate major of Leptis Regium. Your lordship is aware of this? Yes. Wonderful, wonderful. Then there was, when there was interest in perhaps expanding this village with a shrine, may, mayhaps even a temple one day, Domini. Then, grow. of course, in, just so. I was, I, it, I could hardly turn down the call of the Lord of Light, which led me here. And so now... I was here. I was trying to set up some little something before uh, before rekindling, mm. which is what only days away now. About five. And, uh, and 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 here I am. And it's it's been quite the travail, quite the travail for the last these last three days. These creatures. I don't know how you. I don't know how you Riverlanders live like this. I, I well. I, Welcome to the north. I, uh, yes. It's different. They're, they're, these things are called utini. Yes. They're incessant howling, screeching, clawing, beating at the gates. But yeah, they all eaten all of us. I look at Marcus very kind of sternly. Well, we had the worst of it. We had to listen to all of that. I believe that you should be quite cordial with the people here. And they will be cordial to you. Oh, oh, his lordship is the man of the people, I see. Uh, The lordship of those who survived here. That being said, a young boy came as an emissary. was calling out to get one of these Utini raids, and we wanted to come and help. I insist. I see Domini. as though that that... So, yeah, the, the magistrate minor is almost physically oh, elbowing the priest aside, and he's coming. Yeah, cause calling he's, me Domini. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, he, yeah, he came around, and, and yeah, he's not going to go that yeah. far yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's almost physically elbowing the priest aside, and... I'm just gonna go like this, just a one finger. To him, to to to, 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 to Sextus. Okay. Yeah, and just be like. As I was saying, it looks as though these people are having a difficult time surviving during these raids. And it looks as though. 
Uh, seems safe behind the walls. Well, only safe of body, my lord. You have no idea what listening to three days and nights of incessant howling can do to a man. And I'm just like going to really look at him with my eye, and it's kind of like, I have a wonderful idea. He kind of, he, he, he leans back. And then I will just kind of like dart over to Sexus and kind of pull back a bit. So what was your plan? Leave your people out here? Out your gates? Well, they're, technically they're not, they're not officially my flock yet. All children of the Lord of Light. Well, this is true, but I just I just want the record to reflect, Domini, you do have the secret of the word, after all, that... These, well, of course you're right. Of course you're right. I know. <laughs> <sighs> Here, Magistrate, Magistrate Minor, why don't you... Uh, why don't you thrill his lordship with your with your own tales? And he try... And if you let him, the priest is going to shove... Is gonna, yeah, I'll, I'll, like... Then let my finger down, and then slowly kind of look over at him. Okay. Well, it's just that... Wait. Marcus. That's what it was, right? Aye. Would you mind telling Father Cassus and your magistrate your experience first? Sorry, what? Tell them of your experience over the past three days. (sighs) Well, we gathered up as many as we could. That was my three, of course, my kin, their families... Uh, we managed to make it over to the sheep herders and gather up them. They tried to actually get into the gate. Unfortunately, one of your men shot one of theirs. I'll, I'll have him flogged. I appreciate that, Lord. I don't want you to interrupt Marcus again. And then we survived for three days while expecting the Atini to break down our gates or doors at any given time with uh, 17, I believe. <laughs> Killed all chickens. The hogs, of course, are gone. There's bodies all over the place, including nubs, nibs, right over there. That was my friend Tillis's best mate. Um, I apologize for your loss, Marcus. I appreciate that, my lord. Oh, that was the... <laughs> and I'm, uh... I, I don't believe I should talk much more. That's all right. Merrick drawled his bow, by the way. Like, keep it really, like, literally, like, taut. Like, okay. Just holding back. Shaky. Okay. That, and he's aiming it at that. That, that sounds like a, a wisdom check to me to avoid uh, to uh, to avoid aware. You know what this man, what the magistrate minor did to you in his youth. You're hearing his laughter at your more than your expense at the evisceration of who and what you were at the time. You can see. I mean, you see the man in front of you, but really, you're feeling the boy. And even though he's cleaned up his speech and his... his that mockery of the men that he left dying from the gate that triggered. Oh, yeah. That was the end call there. Well, and Nibs, I mean, somebody who got gored by the Utini, you did see him just step over the corpse uh, as, as, they came, as they came over. Uh, we're going to make a wisdom check. Uh, I hope in, I hold it. In just, in, in just a little bit... Mm. <laughs> in just a little bit, my dear, if you will, my dear, if you will get the candle, and so we are going to take a short, uh, a short intermission, and our wonderful production team is going to thrill you with a video, which explains who these characters are in a bit more detail than I've gotten to. Uh, 
we'll just we'll we'll just pretend I got a little further in the story because there is a uh, there's a a treat at the end, but that's fine. And we will uh, we'll see you at the backside of that, approximately fifteen minutes. Thank you so much for being on this journey with us up until this point. All right, guys. Before we before we dive back into Merrick's potential inciting inciting incident act of war, we uh, I want to give a big thanks uh, show of appreciation for Table Wars, our first official sponsor, y'all. Yeah, very nice. He, he he provided uh, he provided the map, and this will be one of one of many places that threaten our heroes, our intrepid heroes' lives, and you know tort and torture their existence. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's, uh, unfortunately there is a, uh, a hex grid that goes onto this too, which would be perfect if this was an at-home game, but the light's it's a little too reflective, so we're working on that. We'll see, we'll see what options we have with that. Okay. Uh, Merrick, would you like to see if you are the Causus Bella for the no, War on German? No, I don't want to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fran uh, right here. Let's see if I call the international war. And for and for this and only this, the uh, the magna mater is watching. But you must determine your own fate. And so, if you roll a one, you roll a one. <gasps> oh! <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Big money We're all gonna this. die. We're all gonna die. All right. No Jerry drop. <laughs> no <laughs> joke. No. We have. Oh yeah. Not a one. Oh yeah. Okay. A two? It's a ten. A ten. <laughs> Plus, uh, what is this? A flat? Wisdom. Oh, wisdom. It'll be thirteen total. Your hand is trembling. You can now feel. I'm sorry, that's a nineteen. Oh, that is a nineteen. That's a nineteen. So it's yeah. twenty-two. Okay. My bad. I should have said open roll, and I should have had you roll in the middle of the table because yeah. that actually, that actually is a very. I thought you were to do that. <laughs> no, no, no. I should have. I just. I have to get. I have to get used to that as a mechanic. Yeah, that's fair. Um, as something does part of. Yep. Translating. You know. <laughs> Old dog, new tricks. Uh, okay, so total total of nineteen. No, twenty two. Twenty two. Then for you. Okay, you still you feel your hand trembling. Have you ever been angry enough in real life, Corey? Because not everyone has. Where you can actually hear your pulse pounding in your ears. Yeah. The rush of blood oh, yeah. in your oh, yeah. ears, like in real life. Oh, yeah. Okay, you're hearing the rush of blood heartbeat in tune with your heart. You want to fucking murder this man. You're thinking about the doctor who carved you up. You're thinking about all about your friends who were tortured in there. And I mean, that's just the more you're hearing his voice. And yeah, it's 30 winters ago, which is a long time, but not really for Kifke. This is the way he says the words. And you hear you hear the words. His voice has changed somewhat, but uh, it's still him. I mean, it's it's it, he can't he can't be anything other. Uh, the dogs are long since dead. That he military discipline is, taking but, over. but the military discipline is there, and you do not fire until your lord gives you a command or until you know the situation. Well, hard eye. Um, Waysa, you were were you with the kids, or did you did you stay with the kids, or did you come out back to this kind of central chicken courtyard? Well, where did I? Where would the kids be? Kids are in this other one. Yeah. Um, I might be at the doorway of that hut. Okay, at that back doorway? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm gonna... S- I'm just the re... Okay, so you can't see it. Um, you... Uh, 
you look up because you can clearly from your vantage point you can clearly see Merrick. Yeah. You glance over there. Excuse me. You glance over there and uh, you you can see him trembling. And the arrow's actually tall. You, you've known him long enough. You've known him long enough, Anika, that he's not going to have the arrow taut and out just normally. Mm. He's not. He's not going to do that. It's, it's wasteful of energy. He might. He might take his elbows in, take a little bit of the tension off, and be and be ready and alert. But I mean, he's he's in the he's at the moment just before kill. Let me know. I'm going to keep running the scene. Yeah. Let me know. Our events are going to continue. How Let me know. How far away is he from me? Uh, I don't know. Probably 70 feet or so. Okay. And I'd have to, I'd have to check to make sure, but something something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. Thank you for telling your tale, Marcus. And I'm going to wait a very uncomfortable silence while looking between back from uh, Father Cassis and then looking over at Sexus and kind of just waiting until. I'm holding off on having you make that intimidation check. Mm-hmm. I want to. I want to see how the. I want to see where you hit the crescendo. You've already got advantage on it, but I want to. I want to see exactly where we land. Totally. Uh, <clears throat> behind him, you can hear the <laughs> of the basrit, and they can they can smell and sense the tension rising around their master. And some of them, the largest one, is straining at the leash to get at you. <laughs> Back, you beast. Do I still have that weird dichotomy between my voice and No, that's over. Okay. That's past. You're back. You're you're fully you are fully embodied again. Okay. Father And this is coming from this is coming from way back here. Actually a little bit diagonal from where the smoke mm-hmm. was at. You you hear a voice. There's a from earlier. Uh and it's off at a distance, um, approaching rapidly. The men, the men turn. Uh, the men turn is this. The basrit <laughs> snarl. Uh, look around. Do you uh, do you want to shift your focus, or are you keeping? I know how you do sometimes. So yeah, you... I just be looking at him. Okay, so you're still pinned on him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. It's uh, like waiting until he tries to speak. He, uh, oh, I mean, he. Yeah, I go. Thank you for telling your time, Marcus. He looks a. He looks away. He. There was silence, and then he looks away. He looks at the cry. Um, and uh, approaching rapidly, uh, Merrick, you can see this because of the because of the angle that you're at, and of course you're watching him carefully. If violence doesn't doesn't sue, you have a clear duty. Uh, so you actually see. Event, I'll go ahead and describe it as though as though you're looking, because eventually you yeah. look over. Oh, but sorry. Uh, looks like a first off you've never seen an equine before none of you have you see a dappled bay equine speeding towards you so kind of a, a soft brownish color and then they're lighter and then they're lighter spots normally I'd uh, let one of you make a animal handling roll but you don't You've never seen an equine before, so you're going to need a little bit of time around them. I know, Randy. I know. <laughs> you got to work that animal handling. <laughs> the, mo- the most forlorn and sad little skill in fifth edition. Um, so 
this uh, this dappled bay. And for those of you who know what this is, it's uh, uh, I'll describe it more fully. But it's a it's uh, this world's version of an Icelandic. Mm-hmm. Um, if you if you know horse breeds, so you're looking at for you the equine looks like a very muscular, large pony, and it has a beautiful mane that's flowing that looks well 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 cared for. However, that is probably not what gets your attention at first. There is a pagan goddess bearing down on you. She has in her... You have never seen a woman in articulated plate before. Mm -hmm. You do this day. And with the sun glinting off of her gold filigree and the emeralds that bejewel her, uh, her protection... She has a girl in her arms, and she's charging toward you. You almost feel like she's charging at you. Mm-hmm. Her emerald, her thick emerald tresses flying behind her. For those of you who know the history, uh, these these two characters would at least. Uh, you know what that you know that marks her as both of ancient blood and chosen of necessity. She's galloping now. She has her she has her mount and is galloping toward toward yeah. y'all. The set of her face, can I see it from this distance? Like is she look angry when she's charging him or just intent to get to him? Intent. Okay. I'll, Intense. Yeah. Can I figure out what her emotional state is? I mean, I, I yeah. if I see this, I'm gonna glance and see him choking okay. the horse charging. I'm going to, to Okay. So the men uh the the men wheel around. Yeah, I'm not going to mess with that yet. Father, but was that towards who turned first? Was it the, Precious, the priest? Yeah, uh, the priest turns. He he startles. You kind of see the, yeah. You know the eyes bug. The 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 jaw flaps. He's uh, clearly out of his depth. She just continues on. A uh, woman on a mission. That equine is fast. You've never seen its like before. Mm. Your military mind. You calculate that distances and you're like, my gods. Yeah. So she's going to be on you in less than a third of the time that it would take somebody sprinting uh, mm. over. I'm going to whisper quietly while all attention is on her. He doesn't seem intent to hurt you. For Merrick, because of his intense emotional state right now, make an insight check. If you were in your clear head, I wouldn't, I wouldn't make you do this, but you're not. Natural 20. Holy shit! All right, this is this is it's Y'all. it's catching. It's just there's what's, just a vortex. What's happening? You know, I warned everybody at the beginning of this that I was anticipating character death. Uh, I throughout the course of this war, I I would I would love to be. This is a good omen. I would love to be wrong. Um, as uh, as what the third, uh, as the no, it was the fourth. God, I'm such a geek. The fourth doctor saying the moment has been prepared for. Okay, so. <laughs> Sorry, that just popped in. ADD brain. Uh, No, you fix on her with a 20, because you do have a fair bit of wisdom as well. Uh, First off, you can feel feel the ferocity radiating off of her, even from this distance. This is is a force. The second thing is that in this moment, and I I don't want to... This is a snapshot, Corey. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't want you to feel like the GM has sold you a bad bill of goods when things, if if and when things change. In this moment, there is that ferocity is bent toward care of her charge, 
and the girl that she's clutching to her that she's clutching up against her is clearly important somehow she's going uh her weapon she has a a, a full thick gladius uh rare even to see rare even to see a woman with that and she's intent on and with that role she started intent on the father when she called out father and then she looks at him and has to pull herself away and continues toward uh exactly what she was seeing you don't that you don't even with that role you can't exactly tell but you caught you caught that that was it was quick you caught that though shifted <clears throat> that so. she shifted toward him and then back and and the last thing i'll say on a crit is you recognize a very familiar thing where that's for later whatever that was i have a mission to finish mm. you don't you do not read you do not read murderous intent just just feros- ferocity oh, to the baby yeah you know. i mean no hold. This is your daughter. No, no, that would be no, my lord. That would be blasphemy. That's 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 Lady Vale. I thought you had left. And she she doesn't answer. And she pulls up. This girl, this girl, this girl. Her name is. I'll slowly approach and be like, Lady Vale. I'm Lord Titus. And I'll try it like I big extend my hand to help her. Ave Houseborn. Okay. She okay. she reaches down and she says, She's not long. No, it's fine. I'll take her. And you see this this girl has been tusked. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not a it's not an evisceration though, it's a slow liver shot. Mm-hmm. Um, but still tusked nonetheless. Father, you need Voice. Father, you need to get, you need to, to, to child. I, I, she I'll needs you. Start taking out a vial of that stinky water that was given to me, and just kind of like begin to slowly, push it like have her on the ground for that. Make this is a kind of a funny roll for you. Make a medicine check. Oh boy, this, that is a funny roll. <laughs> I want you to look at it. Is it another crit? It's another crit. Shut up! Did you guys what? did you guys load the dice yes. before? This I, is the one you gave before me. Before I got here, <laughs> all of these are ones you gave me. Okay. Yeah. No. All right. Oh my god. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, she's asking for. You know that she's asking for rights of last spark, and you know that the torch that it will take the hour for the audience, mm. the torch that it will take to for the stinky water to take effect is much longer than this girl has. Mm. She's got minutes left. You start to feel hot. Uh, is anything been done? Then you start to feel really hot. You're so, so you his his face turns first as flush and then starts to beat red. Your hands start feeling heavy and sweating. My lady, what is the girl's name? Tortella. I don't know if this water will work. She's been through a lot. Yes. What is that? Oh, the the. Thank you, water. I don't believe the work. healing elixir I've heard about. Right, Father. Please collect yourself. I'm sure uh, the time. And I'll start kind of like looking back and to see if I can see eye contact with you guys. I'm behind you. That door is still open. Oh, right? you're still there. Yeah. So everyone can still see me. Oh, okay. 
Which is did the not did your oh, I'm gonna let you make the call? Did your family keep the door open, or would they have shut it as this was happening? Uh, we didn't say as it went on, as they were cycling out. No, but you're yeah. But, I mean, if Either we were trying to skirt them away, the door would have been closed. Okay, so I still am unhidden then. You would have heard, I mean, you would have heard at least part of this ruckus, though, yeah. okay, at absolutely. this point. You definitely would have heard. Yeah, the horse this, yeah. sounds That's alerting. unnatural to you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a moment to just sink into myself for a second. You know, just take mental stock of where I'm at. I feel really hot. My hands are dry. Can I feel anything other than that heat? Yes. You have a powerful urge to touch this girl. I'm so sorry, honey. I did everything I know how to do. Where is the girl physically now? It's still in her arms? Oh no, I have, he, her, I have her down on the ground. I was ready to You have her on the ground. Lady yeah. Lady Vale is hovering over yeah, you. And I'm like pulling out whatever Lord, type of spray. Um, Lord, moment. Yes, Marcus? And I'm gonna go up to her. I'm gonna kneel down next to her. I'm gonna like put my hand over her head. And just soothe the way that, like the. Oh, there's yeah. dirt. There's dirt and grime and horror for, th- for like three days. Over. I'm just gonna think about it for a second on what we actually need to do. If it needs to be last rites, she's one of mine. Like she's one of mine. You you feel that heat start to coalesce, start to all of that in your body start to flow into your hand. It hurts, Randy. And then my hand will start clenching. Look at Marcus, kind of like puzzled. And then I'll just lay it directly to her forehead. Won't be all wrong. In that moment, as you see a flare for the first time in over 200 winters on in Terra, in this, in this world, the flare of golden light comes up. In this case, out of a humble farmer's hand. What, uh, what are your reactions? Uh, I'm just staring at the girl, kind of in that, and like also like looking at Marcus and <gasps> fall back, stunned. Just, yeah. I just, you know, you you drop on your ass. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> the the the, fa- yeah. the father the father stumbles back. He too loses his footing, goes over a stone. Is is shaking. Uh, what the fuck? The head enforcer, uh, Polo Polo Minor, uh, the magistrate Minor's head enforcer, who is a you know a dowdy man himself, jumps away, and uh, Lady Vale looks down. You. You healed her. Oh, I didn't know such thing. Oh yes, you did, and. She lifts the girl's shirt. You see blood. Uh-huh. You even see a bit of gut mm. that had come out that's now been shed, like a snake shedding mm. its skin. And her flesh is dirty, but it's knit. Oh, I ain't do that. Oh, I ain't do that. I, I immediately get to my okay. back and wake up the Okay. Like, still kind of want to look at Lady Bill. I'm like, that witch was more right than I knew. Right. Uh. Lord Titus. Lady Vale. Um. A pleasure. That's right, yeah. Lucretia Tarquinia Demisha Vale. Well met. Titus Matellus, glad to have won. Good to hear all four names. 
Back in the nuts, slam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as, as they have a little patrician moment, yep. yeah. And then I'm just gonna kind of like look back at the door after it slams, and I'm like, and he has won. How did he do that? Come again. He did that. He saved her. Uh, I, I feel better. Oh, that you do. Right then, let's let's get let's get you back to your mother. Yeah, and I'll help her stand up and kind of like. I'm. Uh, I may not be quite be hitting that note. Her voice is a distinctive kind of smoky contralto. Mm-hmm. You would always be able to pick this out of a room. Uh, I feel like we might have a thing or two to talk about. While this is going on, there's a second figure who's been. He was. He was eclipsed by it. He's also running up and puffing. Futilely trying to keep up with the ho- with the equine. It's not almost a horse. E- with the equine, it's not going to happen. And uh, as he comes up, I'm going to say at some point the two of you have had to have skirted around yeah. so that you could yeah. see. Yeah. So so that you could see this. Um, unless you want to veto that a species, I'm fine with that too. No. Oh, okay. Like I'd be edging on the side of the hut. So you can still so you can still peek out. All right. This man. He's running towards you. He has pack on. He has a kind of a a, a lithe frame that borders on uh, athletic, but might be just a tick too slender. And he's at that intersection, as a very few people are, of both handsome and beautiful. There's an epicene grace to his features. And although the rest of the world sees uh, the lithe, wheat-haired, wheat-haired man running over there, flush in the face, what you see, uh, and maybe Katrin gasps, maybe she doesn't, maybe she can, he, she maintains her almost perfect sainfoie, maybe she doesn't, uh, but you see these pale, soulful gray eyes. Yes! Yes! <laughs> I love this. And for just a beat, yeah. for just a brief flicker, he is drawn over as well. Mm. And you have that moment where, which does happen in real life sometimes, where eyes are too far apart to see each other, and yet somehow you just know that another human mm. has made eye contact with you. Mm. And then it's gone, and and he too, he too, uh, hears the call of duty, um, heeds the call of duty, and con- and continues to run up. Just uh, so I don't have to describe him again. Healer's kit, mm-hmm. simple, travel worn uh, vestments on. So a priest priest robe, but traveling priest, um, walking stick, and a few other a few other bits and bobs on him. Well 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 worn sandals. Mm-hmm. He's dusty. Uh, soot covered too, a little bit of blood, and continues to run. Okay. The, sorry, the moment mm. that she has that, she's gonna run cold, like completely cold, um, and she's gonna have that flashback. Sure. Uh, you almost couldn't not. Yeah. Do I notice? You catch with you catch a shiver, like a body. Like a, you can you can visibly a body see. shiver, and for the first time yeah. in uh, how many winters have you known Catra now? Three. I think it's three winters mm-hmm. now. For the first time, you see goosebumps. Like I am Rise up. shaken. 
Ooh, I get excited. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, I'm going to bring Tortella back to her parents. May, may I come back and parley with you properly? Yes, we'll be on the outskirts of the city by the pilot. And, um... I need the short, the short version, the short version, Titus Metellus, is that this man... It's all right. It's all right, Adrian. She's... I cannot explain it, but she's, she's all right. What do you mean? She's on death's door. With respect, Domina. It's... No, it's... It's beyond my ken. You'll see, though, with your own eyes. Slow down. He, he doesn't. He yeah. just he just keeps running. <sighs> uh, a lot to explain, but he's my charge to get to your city, I believe. Yeah, I'm I looking for his delegation, his brothers. I'll explain the rest of it. I'll be back. And uh, she looks. Uh, uh, she looks at the at the magistrate minor, and he he you know, quick quickly bows. She reaches down, uh, reaches down. Although the father now has finally gathered himself yeah. and and come and comes up, he is fixed on you. I'm in the I'm in the hut. <clears throat> oh no, that's right. That's right. No, no, closed door. Okay, he is fixed <laughs> on the hut door. <laughs> um, I'll ask the lady veil and be like, Colin, if I think that they'd be safer behind their gates, and I have men at the outskirts of the city that will be able to protect these people, and I'll meet you there. Come again? Who would be? I said, and I point to like sexist minor and all. Of oh it. right, right, right. Just like, the, I don't want anything to happen to them. <laughs> you know, like kind of like they could be hurt out here by Utini. I'll protect these people. So sexist minor finally finds his finds a spine, yeah. and af- after the hubbub, looks uh, looks over. This doesn't mean you're going anywhere. You're. That finger comes up again okay. while I'm looking at Lady Vale and not looking at him, but I know that he can still see it and do that. Donnie? Ergus watching. Donnie, it's time because I need to see if you're actually going to cheat the audience out of her first combat. Oh, boy. All right. Mm-hmm. So why don't you make an intimidation check mm-hmm. with, with extreme advantage? So three rolls. Two. Okay, so that is uh, 18. 18 is the highest. All right. All the crits on medicine checks. Come on. His <laughs> the critical ones, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. His jaw sets. I'm going to roll this in open. I want to see his opposed. I want to see his opposed roll on charisma. His jaw. His jaw sets. You have just enough administrator in you, not mm-hmm. much, but what your what your twin has forced on you, <laughs> unwillingly. That Olivia. you're looking at the face of a man who's looking at his fortune about to depart. Oh yeah, and I'm not even looking at him; I'm looking at her. Even though the conversation, fair. That's how I wanted to let him know that that's how little I think of him. Even though the conversation hasn't happened, mm-hmm. he's not stupid. Oh yeah, and he knows what's coming. Yes, he also knows what his cousin will do to him. So. Here we go. Otherwise, he would not stand up to you. Eighteen. Yep. Okay. I'm scared. I'm scared. That's a nine. Nice. Uh, yeah, his bonuses are not that high. Yeah! <laughs> you did it. Welcome Maybe. to this. Well done. <laughs> oh, well done. Shit. Uh, Katrin, 
you are keeping track of fate points. Yes. Ooh. So in that moment, because he has used, because your lord has used moral authority during a sacred event, instead of brute force, you can go ahead and give your group another fate point. All right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I was not expecting Woo. to give out a fate point on the first session. So, uh, brief brief explanation of fate points. There is a glorious destiny that this fellowship can potentially achieve. It's going to be very difficult. Uh, I won't give you what I, how I handicap the odds personally as a GM, but it is uh, it's the A plus. And I'm and nobody here knows what it is. I have not written it down. I have not put it in any document. Um, and actually, only the one or two people outside of myself know what it is, and they're not talking. I think. So, uh, <laughs> so all that to say, these fate points as they get closer, as they enact things that uh, make that reality, that beautiful reality, more that potentiality more manifest, closer to being manifest, they can rack up fate points, and they use them to roll to re-roll something that otherwise would prevent them from achieving that fate, and importantly. Anyone, and this is different from inspiration or typical advantage, everyone in the group has access, everyone in the fellowship has access to these fate points. So you have to also trust each other because sure. one of you could go crazy and blow through the pool. You, they, you have, why are you earning these? Okay, no, <laughs> so right, like I can use them. So, right now, our, 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 keep, our keeper of knowledge over here, our, our keeper of the tomes, is keeping track of it, and we have four right now. <sighs> Because the group did really well in the prologuing, and they actually uh, managed to rack up three. Uh, you got the first one, though. I did. Yep, you got the first one. A tale for another time, but you did get the first one. All right, so in that moment, a few things happen. Adrian, uh, the lithe, wheat-haired man with the pale, soulful gray eyes, looks around, and hearing the tone in this... Uh, patrician woman's voice and also this, you know, obvious formidable warrior. Uh, sorry, I didn't really describe. So she's riding up to you now that you can see her. She's as tall as your twin. She's mm -hmm. fully six feet tall. She's easily past 200 pounds. You can't see past the armor, but I mean, she's got she has broad shoulders, broad hips, class, you know, uh, a clearly feminine form, but it is powerful. Um, and as you stare her, her eyes are an even uh, deeper shade of green, the, of green than her hair. Yeah. Um, so as that goes on, yeah, we'll, we'll go into gene genealogy later. A couple other things flash your character, but yeah. that may even be off camera. I remember. Maybe. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. No. Yeah. That, that's good, Donnie. Um, uh, right. So he, uh, he was listening he turns and looks at the hut, and there isn't the admixture of of panic and and shrewd assessiveness that is clear on the father's face. Normally, I would let him make a deception roll, but he's 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 way out of his he's, his uh, uh, his cool's blown right now. Uh, he's pretty good at his games, but not that good. Um, this is, you know, potentially an, uh, an era-defining moment. So there's none of that. This man is looks at the hut and looks down at the girl. And you see, Katrin, a very quick mind. Yeah. 
because he looks down, he knows what the lady told him, and you can see his process, maybe nearly as fast as yours. Oh. And then looks over, and it's quiet, but you hear him, oh. And then almost in a dream, just before the lady takes Tortella back to her, back to her mother, Yomina, may I? Hmm? I just, I just have to, I think I understand. Uh, all right, Adrian, go ahead. Uh, is it all right? It, it, it's fine. Adrian saved my life anyway. And he comes up and actually, his hand's trembling a little bit, through calluses on the hand too, reaches out and he puts his hand and then squeezes it a little tightly over what was her shattered liver. In real life, by the way, guys, that is a, I can say this uh, with some authority, that is a terrible way to die. And uh, it's a slow, long, painful death. And even in the modern era, it requires like emergency surgery. So in this era, even Granny Dushine couldn't couldn't have saved this girl. She was, she was gone, but not dead yet. And... Wow. Oh, man, Mark. I do. Fresh as though the Lord of Light himself. Thank you, Domina. I, uh, I, I, I need to talk to that man. Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. he, he goes over to the hut. I'll help the lady on the horse and also hand her the child. Uh, you start to help her. <laughs> just make a quick, just, just make a quick charisma roll, maybe persuasion. Let me see what's going on here. Uh, that is a 15. Okay. Uh, <laughs> she almost, so she almost reflexively just kind of, just kind of dismisses your hand mm -hmm. uh, as she coils herself. You also see there's a, there's an easy grace under that, that you lack. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're quick. Yeah, but this is this is a full coordinated athlete mm. in the in full bloom uh, in in her full physical prime, so she's about to just kind of coil and and spring, um, which yes, for my hardcore guys out there, guys and gals out there, it is it is physically possible to do that in articulated play. Just roll hard. Yeah. Uh, Henry VIII used to be able to just do that. The child, though, that so was... <laughs> well, no, 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 no. You still have the child. Oh, okay. Still... okay. Yeah. Uh, well, no, because you would have been grabbing. No, her. you're right. You're right. Um, so she had coiled. Yeah, she was going to go up. Child's child's okay now. Um, and she's about to kind of dismiss your hand. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And <laughs> so hops up, uh, takes her. All right, honey, we'll have you back soon. And she takes off. See you at the edge of the city. And the, uh, the magistrate major shies. He's backed away even further from you. Shy, shies away from you. Um, Domina, help me, help me to restore order. As he makes this Hail Mary, again, he's about, he's made like a good 15, 20 feet from you. He's not going to say that when he's yeah. next to you. And she calls over, kind of disinterested over, over an armored shoulder. Do I look like the city watch? And continues on. Behind your gates, boy. Behind your gates. Yeah, sweet. You tell him that? Oh, no, he was told, that's what I asked her to tell him. To right. Do. Yeah. No, I'm uh, just thinking that. And then he... He hangs his head, and boss, the 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 head enforcer, which uh, you which you knew as a child, 
um, Polo Miner. You knew as the child who's now a grizzled, a grizzled vet. Boss, are we gonna shut up? Just shut up. Get the Basrit. We're, we're leaving. Yeah, and as you see, and I'll start walking in and going okay. to get the children. Mary collapses at this point. He like, yep, and he just puts his head in his like. I can't do it on the table here, but you I, thought I didn't read it first. And Merrick just starts crying, <laughs> shaking and weeping behind that rock. Yeah, I'll go to Merrick. Okay. Yeah. Like, I'll go up and be like, you did well. Are you alright? I, I... I want to kill him so bad. You will. I promise you. Oh, Tardis. He does not deserve to live. We need to get these people somewhere safe. I need to get out of here. It's hard to resist. Go ahead for me. Keep an eye. Stay away from the mountain. I'm gonna go to the river. See if the tuning boats are still here. Understand. They may tack at night. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I've had some time to collect myself. <laughs> you have. After Merrick leaves, I'm going to go in and uh, open up the door and then close it behind him. Just kind of like a. Well, Marcus, I believe we should get going north. Okay, so you you just you you I go you go right past Adrian. <laughs> but um, yeah. But uh, uh, sorry, <laughs> as he parts no, the curtain, close the door back, and I'm like, Adrian, I believe we're supposed to meet you and your lady uh, at the end of the city. Uh, right. Uh, pardon. Uh, you can join us. Donnie. Thank you. Uh, but do not speak. I would like your lady to be present. Oh, oh, that and makes you sense. You can speak. That makes sense. All right. I'm like Marcus. Well, I'm a. Uh, I've collected myself, but I'm still at my little. We have a small little prayer. When 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 you came in. Uh-huh. Oops. Ubs. Short. Oh. Yeah, short for yeah. She she grabs you. That's that's <laughs> my my that's my bad interpretation of a bad accent for short for husband. So oh. Ubs, yeah. Ubs. Oh, I'm clinging to her. Okay. <laughs> what? What happened out there? I have no idea. But but you did you did was it you did something good? Uh, maybe. Oh uh, yeah, it felt good. Well, I don't know. Moses and your lovely compatriot, I believe that we should get going. We have to leave. Leave? We have to leave right now. We have to go. Grab the kin. We going. Leave? Yes. You hear you hear your mother-in-law or Hortensia. <laughs> yeah, I kind of look around and I'm like, <laughs> how are we gonna leave? With our feet. Grab your stuff. And let us go. Ready to... I am done trying to please you. I am done trying to make you happy. I love you, girl. You love our children. It's time to go. Marcus Utini, keep it. Uh, now. Well, there's no cause now. to... Now. <laughs> I did not think I was going to be saying this episode one. Randy, make an intimidation check on your mother and <laughs> <laughs> And I'm going to stand behind him and try to give him whatever help <laughs> okay. kind of intimidation to her. <laughs> well, there's not going to be a lot of intimidation at an eight, but he's clearly shaken, and this is not a norm. Because, because uh, 
because, as the kids say, he's got your back like a tat or whatever it is. Go ahead and woman yelling at you like go because the because the six foot five because the six foot five patrician warrior patrician who's just strode in like some sort of force of frickin' nature to pull like this strode in. Go ahead and roll with advantage. He's giving you the aid. He's aiding you. That on the other hand is an eighteen with. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, we can talk about this later, and we will. Wait, better. I'll give you my you word. Don't think I'm going to forget. You never do your back. Mind like a harpesia. Noted. I lean into Marcus. I'm like, you could leave him. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right here. We can see that. And all I have to. You need to go. I need to do one more thing before we leave. At all. I'm not carrying. I'm not carrying one of those hogs. Promise, I'm not leading that hog. At this point. Okay. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> that I'm not. Uh, that's I, I going promise, on. Yeah. I promise to this week, dear very old friend. I need to get that corpse. Where is it? Right up there. Uh, was about twenty yards away from her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Twenty yards away. Okay. Understood. It, it was the body. It was the body that the magistrate miner stepped over okay. to get here. Yeah. Can't do the, anything for the rest of them, but I promised on that. I understand. So. Okay, so you collect. Uh, who do you take your brother with you? We take everybody. The king. Yeah, everyone on this. No, no. So, oh, yeah. oh, sorry, to collect nibs. To uh, collect, his, yeah, to yeah. collect his corpse. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who do you, or who do you take with you, Randy? I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take Quintus. I'm gonna take Servilus. I'm gonna take uh, Tullus. Uh, I'm gonna take all the men. Tullius. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna take all the men's at this point because there's safety in numbers. And I don't trust the magistrate to, to farther than I can throw him. And he could take a nice little opportunity to take a nice little bow to me. Yeah, no, that's that's. Uh, I'll go with you. That's true. I think that's very honorable. Okay. And I poke my head into the hut, and I, oh, I'm so excited. We all get to go on a little adventure together. Everybody. Your, your admirer peeks up. We do. <laughs> yes, everybody. It's going to be great. I know it's been a really hard time, a really hard time, but... Together, it's going to be better. But are they going to hurt us when they get there? Of course not. Where we're going, it's a place of friendship, of camaraderie. Of of friends and, and what? Camaraderie. Uh, care. In Germantum, there's a lot of care. And one of the older boys perks up. And more apple pies, right? You betcha. That's what it's called, an arpo? Arpo. Okay, all right, arpo. I like it. As we go with uh, your family to your friend, I notice that you guys don't have anything to cover his body, and I'm going to take off my cloak and Mm. give it to you to kind of drape it over so you don't have to look at him. This finely dyed linen cloak with filigree on it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm. (laughs) Thanks. Well, more than I'll just pick my bottle. <laughs> I have a 15 string. I'm just going to pick my bottle. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to even shy away from the blood on it. <laughs> yeah, it's like he, it's congealed now. Okay. Um, he start well. Actually, it's it's a bit macabre, but he's stiff now. Yeah. So it should so be a lot it's, easier. It's easier. Yep. Uh, well, then we go. <laughs> uh, Randy, do you give me give me the highlights of? Of how you put Nib to his final resting, Nibs to his final resting place. Uh, we, at least I and my family, believe that the body is given back to the land as they are. We don't use coffins, we don't use anything of that sort. So when we bury, we bury directly into the land to nourish it as it's nourished us. Right. Um, there will be some words over him, of course, uh, usually by me or Tilius as his friend. 
um, will commend his soul onto Quailathon. Uh, and that's about it. It's simple. It's easy. Give me, give me that piece. I want to, I want to hear that piece. I'll give him my shovel stave from Aurelius Field so he can dig easier. Mm. Okay. There's a, there's this weird looking trowel which has an odd coldness to it. But as soon as you, and it's like, why is this not this, you know, generous Lord giving me some weird, like, this is kind of a ridiculous thing to dig with, but you put it in a little tentatively mm. and Randy, it, it, it goes through the soil like a hot knife through butter. Huh. With virtually no effort. Well, that's handy. <laughs> okay, I get back. Well, take a moment. I'm not gonna. It is. It's a. I'm, so, you, so you find like one of the trees that you bury yeah, them close, exactly. close under. Uh, we'll put them down. Uh, we'll, like cover them with the soil. Tillis, Tillius. We are at a precarious point in our lives, and Nubs, Nibs, had to pay the price for it. I'm sorry. I truly am. He was a good man from what I knew of him. You spoke true, even though I kind of hated you for saying... I hated myself for it. You were right, though. We had to mind the living, not the dead. He's with Gwaylathorn now. He's in a better place. He's going to be there for the rest of existence. And now he nourishes the ground as it nourished us. You... You know... You know Quailathon's will, don't you? I had no idea. And this man who used to fight with you, who barely, who actually didn't believe you at the beginning, just three mm-hmm. days, there's a different look in his eyes now. I'm going to put my hand on his shoulder and just really just get that camaraderie between us. He flinches a little bit. Make a persuasion check. Sixteen. Mm, Oh, I'm, yeah. No, I'm sorry. Uh, 18. 18? 18. Hey, friend. Well, all right. Okay. But you're still not going to get free wool. <laughs> I wouldn't dream of it, Mike. But we got to get going. This is as much as we can do for him now. We have to go. Just... Say some words over him, yeah? Quailathon's going to listen to you. Come in a time. Your family now is, has, has come out. Your family now has come out. They're, they're gathering around. A few of the other villagers, even, a trickle yeah. of, of the survivors have started to poke out. They're not right up at the burial, but they're, they've started to kind of come to see what this congregation is going. I uh, take Alba's hand as I... Uh... It's it's trembling. Yeah, take it. It's trembling, but Randy, she does. You guys are like this. Yeah, yeah, totally. And then she links her hands with you, links her fingers with you. Was a good man. Is a hard worker. One of ours. One of ours. As I take a look at all the people, he deserved better than he got. But he's in a better place now. As I nod, yeah, I can't take with this. He's in a better place. And Lord Light, he's going to take care of him in a way that none of us could have. Go forth. Be free, brother. And I'm going to bow my head. They all bow. And you hear, you hear a few of them mumbling, muttering, be free, be free. And uh, Drusilla, his, uh, his uh, 
tarmagent of a wife is wiping away tears. Her sharp tongue is Now still... I'm looking back at the rest of the group. Okay. We all have to leave here. The rest of your family, Randy. Yeah, and then the anybody who's trickling in as well. Stuff like see, that. I mean, at this point, you've got about 25... You've got about 25 people, most of them your family, but several other people as well. My kin is going. And anyone of you who wish to come with us can. This man, this magistrate, he ain't care about you. He ain't care about none of us. So we go someplace who does care about us, who will take care of us, who came to our defense. This is the time to make a decision, folk. This is the time to be better than we are and more than we are. Fuck it, Marcus. I'm in. My mind. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. And say so you get your kin. You actually get seven more people on top of that who come. Go back. <clears throat> Go back. Get the get the brats. <laughs> get the brats. Yeah. <laughs> all your brats, all your kin. We are one family now. We go. And you start and uh, you start an exodus. One might even say a diaspora <laughs> out of uh, out of Pollock's up. You leave behind the stench of death, the dying, the dying embers of smoke, the magistrates' empty promises, and false smiles. You're about to hit the pomerium of it uh, of uh, of Pollock's. And the pomerium here, the sippy stone, that is C-I-P-P-I, guys, not sippy cup. Um, <laughs> the sippy... It's like a giant it's sippy cup. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a it's a giant sippy cup. <laughs> Different thing in my head. So um, maybe I should keep, kippy? I don't know. I think it's sippy. Uh, <laughs> the, the sippy stone there to denote the pomerium, the boundary, is just a very simple uh, clay, actually a piece of clay. It's a crude teardrop. That someone has stuck. You know that there's another one on the south end uh, of it. Miraculously, is survived. Um, this survived everything. You see the um, as the day has worn on. You see the Harpesia circling, and you know that if you hadn't buried that body well, that opportunists, they're predators and scavengers. They're a weird. It's a weird mix. They're kind of a. I guess you'd call them an an apex scavenger. Uh, so you buried the body carefully because mm. you know that the Harpesias are intelligent and they watch. They know when they know when you try to hide things, and so you have population to population eighty nine. I'm actually uh, sixty nine. Gonna... Yeah. Yeah, no, no, pot, pot, no pot, current population. Oh, less than that. Pollux is about. All right. So as as you're as you're making your as you're making your way out, you hear from the from the wall from inside. Uh, from inside of the keep. Fine! You just go on! You see how it is up there! No one's gonna take care of you the way that I do! No one's gonna have your back the way that I do! I just turn my back and walk away. Okay. My cousin is gonna hear about this! As I'm passing the stone, I just give a... I just lay my hand on it for a while, because this has been my home forever. For your life. Yeah. <sighs> Wow. Take a moment to really absorb that. Your your wife touches it. Your brother touches it. Your sister touches And they all just kind of instinctually, they f stop. They file through. Um, 
some of uh, most of the women and uh, some of the men are just are weeping as they as you're you're leaving behind literally everything that you know that you have that you have put your your blood sometimes your certainly your sweat certainly your tears your hopes your dreams your aspirations you are leaving home for all of its faults for all of its flaws it's it's been good enough to see 20 of your kith and kin uh, uh born and thrive and you know you know in your bones you marcus knows in his bones that with the midwife the with the midwife gone and chief herbalist of the village your wife with yourself and uh, with several of the other leadership counted in there, the fate of Pollux is, is very much uh, in doubt. Uh, Do I quickly uh, on the tracking? Wanna, just, okay. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I just want to find out if, if, if I can see signs of Kithiki boats or if they've left. Utini. Utini, you mean? Yeah, Utini. Yeah. Okay. yeah, no, there are no, there are no Kithiki boats. There <laughs> are, there, even, none, none of your Kith and Kin yes. are here. Uh, Utini boats. Uh, you are not, you're not close enough. You're not close enough. Oh, to even make it is, to the... is the answer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you? You. It is within your power. Do you want to detour? I mean, I, I when they I headed off to go see if if they took off. I wanted to make sure they weren't going to come raid at night again. Okay, so you're going to make a point. You're going to make yeah. a point. I, that's why I left. For okay. Kind of a mind track. So. Um, yeah, he begins at that scouting, and then when his family starts to arrive, the uh, Deckum is going to just kind of have them in a marching order to protect right. them on the side. Okay, Deckery. 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 Uh, See, so yeah, a lot of terminology, guys. Um, and i gotta got to be crisp on that enunciation for our poor people at home. <laughs> this is going to be hard enough for them to get it anyway. <laughs> so, uh, Is there a forest line there as well? No. Okay. Um, no, they've, they've done an admirable job of deforestation. Yep. Okay, I can answer that. There's another piece of information I want to see if you get. So go, go with advantage because this is one of your. These are you know your, your your sworn enemies. Go ahead and make a tracking roll. We have a 19. Okay, yeah, you got it. That's my tracking. Yeah, 24. Um, they they look like they have departed in earnest, but I'll tell you this: you have never seen Utini behavior like this before. For three days and three nights, I'm just going to put this to you, and we've game through off-camera, we've game through plenty of plenty of Utini mayhem. For three days and three nights, these creatures surrounded, besieged from all accounts, the, the manor. Mm-hmm. And you know how physically powerful they are. Mm-hmm. With, with a horde of them, they would have had no problem beating the gate down. Yeah, that happened. That would have been down swiftly, uh, and you know what they would have done to everybody inside. They were, for lack of a better word, you need to roll very high. For lack of a better word, they were investigating. That is unusual behavior. That is unprecedented behavior. <laughs> it's investigating. Utini style. So there was there were still slaughtered lambs. There yeah. were still a couple. That anybody who got too curious or was too slow within a certain radius got got the tusk. But, and you you even confirm it. Uh, you go in from a distance, but you just you, you have to press it. You have to know, um, and you can just you can feel you can feel the magistrate miner and his flunkies shrink in. I mean, he's been thrashed. If he had dignitas, which he doesn't as a score, but if he did, it would be it would it would be falling off a cliff right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you could just feel kind of his his intent gone. You get a little closer to the manor than you would have. 
you can't be certain because you're not, uh, you don't have, you do not have proficiency with lockpicks. I do not. At the end of the day, okay. So you can't be certain. You don't know, I just wanted to confirm that because we went back and forth a bit on that. Uh, you'd have to have somebody with more knowledge than you, but it looks like, it looks like they were even playing with the lock. Not smashing it in, playing with it. So, yeah, like the animals, tusk animals actually like considering even playing with a lock. Yeah, I put my tusk in that, might open <laughs> Right. <laughs> that, honestly, Corey, from a tactical perspective, you've, your character probably finds that more disturbing than anything else that you've seen since you've been here. Uh, okay, and then you then you rejoin them. Yep. Uh, we will have we will have to leave our faraway friends soon, so I will um, skip ahead a bit. We have to wait for a, a lady and her father. To oh, come sorry, to Dana. Sorry, honey. I meant I meant our out of character faraway friends. Oh yeah, yeah. So oh, okay. <laughs> as our as our as our ta- as our time draws short, like, I don't know. It goes quick. Yeah, no. <laughs> let's not let let's not start the campaign with that. Um, Already avoided a battle. Yeah. <laughs> um, fair enough. We'll we'll get to some of the um, uh, we'll get to some of the um, no, can't 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 think of the word right now. Uh, all right, it'll it'll come to me. Um, what? All right, now, doot, doot, doot. You're sticking with him. Okay. So you're kind of the odd, you're kind of the odd woman out as you're, as you're wandering around. Are you going to stay, are you going to stay near to Katrin or as you come out? Sure, and I, I'd like to, I understand the feeling of leaving your home and all of a sudden. Yes, you do. And just the shock of that, but also the excitement to go to a new place that's better. So I, I just lean in to these people, try to get to know them, and assure them that they're on the right track. Okay. And we will leave, uh, we'll nearly pause it there, and we'll pick up, we will pick up with uh, the Lady Vale catching up with you with a small, uh, a small group okay. of, uh, of other travelers. Whew. Thank you for spending your first uh, your first outing with us and on what is going to be an epic progression. Plenty of plenty more to come. And one of the one of the rich pieces of ritual that I want to enact is go around the table uh, just briefly and each of you give me they know this is coming, but they but I don't know what they're gonna say. So just for people who are wondering, uh, so what? Give me one thing that surprised, delighted, or moved you, or intrigued you. Mm. Anika, I'll start with you. I think Merrick. A lot of what she saw tonight wasn't much, but what she did see is Merrick, and I think her relationship with him is isn't there yet, but she sees she sees him. 
I, I think that was so vulnerable, and she's really never seen him that vulnerable before. And she wants to help, but she doesn't know how. Um, so to be continued. Mm. <clears throat> from 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 headbutting to appreciating vulnerability. Mm. Right. She's growing though. She's she's growing. So is so is Merrick actually. I, Wesa uh, is really proud of Titus and how he's able to handle something, something so gracefully and powerfully and is kind of amazed at how quick everything is happening, at the, the loyalty and trust that he's already built and the, the status he's maintained, so just impressed, like, yeah. Cool. He's an idiot. That negative one wisdom hits every now and again. Pretty cool. Oh, well done. Thank you. Yeah. Go ahead, so man. there was a bunch. <laughs> there was a bunch, but mostly uh, coming from a perspective of a of a thirty year old man who's never had a lord or magistrate or anybody like that come to his aid, come to their aid, and immediately stand yeah. up against some of the most powerful people he's ever seen in his life. It was kind of one of those things that inspires like trust, immediate trust with him. Uh, and I was really grateful that he was there for us at this point. And it just amazed me that he would be there for the, I mean, he's Titus of course, but it's just, it's never been seen. And it was kind of heady. He was just, he was just some concept up in some <laughs> Northern place before yeah. to you. And it's just, it was incredible watching it, physically watching it happen in front of me when I see what a real leader looks like versus what someone who was appointed to a position they didn't even really earn. Mm. You know, that to me was why we trusted him immediately. Well, <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, like, like I said, you, you managed to avoid, <laughs> believe me, it was not, it was not yeah. for lack of trying. It was not a, for lack of what I wanted. You managed to avoid the, what was supposed to be the first combat. So again, well yeah. done. Sorry. I'd like to just add I'm very, very <laughs> that I did not have to engage with Bazarit. <laughs> I want a treat. Yeah. <laughs> Porcupine. No. I didn't even get I didn't even get my favorite with the, with the, with yeah, the four blizzard tongues because that's how they oh, sent the prey. <laughs> I didn't even get I didn't even oh, really I didn't even really tongue. get to yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. maybe maybe not waste this waste down for that all right stink Merrick well um this was emotionally for me it. Merrick trying to have to face down his his demons, his nightmares, um, and and not act. And he, he's, if it wasn't for for this man here, he would be going in seeing if Toes was alive still. He he's he's really having a hard time leaving without knowing. Um, and don't worry, I'm not finished with that. That is that is. I mean, he was looking, and he did not see a sign of her. He was, and. Uh, that was the main one, and it's just a quick second one was uh, advancement technology. The Utini is really disturbing to him, and to be to, to be coming forward on that one. I was really impressed with Corey as Merrick, just a hundred percent like emotion out on the sleeve. Because that in every prologue we've had, there's obviously I've been more aware of it, but to put that out to the group is awesome. And then also seeing Marcus like in an element of. Yeah, that was supposed to be your leader, but you being the leader of all the people that actually look up to you and following you, and you being able to like kind of that was huge. I Man's thought that was man. very very cool. I I want to say, Randy, I was really moved. <laughs> I was starting to get choked up um, when you were when you were here uh, healing uh, 
uh, Tortella. That was that was like, whew. yeah, it was. It was you were choking up. You were getting me. You know, it was this was a chain chain chain, chain reaction there. All right, so. Uh, Thank you for giving us the most valuable resource that there is in the world, which is time. Uh, the only non-renewable resource. And you spent it with us. Uh, I hope to see you again. I hope, you know, we all, uh, we all do. This is just the beginning of what's going to be a massive saga of these characters traveling to the north, defending their way of life, defending their freedom, hopefully learning about themselves, making some new allies, making some new enemies. And uh, and discovering the world that has been, even for the better travel characters, very small uh, around them. Um, for those of you, I'm going to see if we had any submitted questions. And if so, then myself, uh, Corey, and Randy are going to stay behind, possibly potentially others, but at least that. And I will see you on the other side of this. Thank you so much for uh, for taking this first. Thank you, dear. Thank you so much for taking this first uh, step of this journey. And thank you to Angel. Yeah. Thank you. thank you, guys. And we're back. Question. Baby Toby. Thank you. I'm sitting thank here you. with the, uh, the chat right now. We haven't had any questions submitted yet. But if you All right. pop up, I will uh, let you know about them. All right. Um, What's in that beautiful brain of yours? I'm really just curious if, in brief, you'd be willing to talk a little bit about how this came to be. Wow. How you came to be with it. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I will. I will limit this because obviously that can go on. So the very, um, the very short version, much like the lie of the wheat-haired man, like that short of a version of a description, is that I, because of you, this is actually your fault. It always goes back to you, Toby. As it should. I mean, clearly, as it should. And uh, because of you, and you introduced me to the concept of broadcast role play, with the, which the kids call, now call actual play, but I think of it as a broadcast. I'm, I'm kind of old over here, and so, and I've been, I've been jamming for 30, 38 years, and I can tell you that when I started, uh, back when dinosaurs roamed the earth, when I started jamming, I, uh, this is not how business was done. So you introduced me to it, and after that long of a run, I was thinking, oh gosh, how would I approach that? And then that got out of my mouth and to his ears, and my sword brother, brilliant entrepreneur, got a hold of that and <laughs> did not, I mean, it was, you want to talk about getting a, a tusking, um, he got a hold of it, and that was, that was kind of the rest is history. The other thing I'll add is that, and there'll be, you know, some other form to really go into this about, but that what the story that I thought I was going to tell, which was going to be something completely different from this, is not what emerged out of the layers. And I realized that once it was like day two, um, after a series of events and kind of a bad day, I realized that the story that was going to be told was the story in allegory, and only in pieces and not completely was going to be my story overseas was also going to be the story of the people that I served with. And also to the best of my very limited ability, uh, the story of the Iraqi civilians and what I saw and what I experienced. Um, and this incredible, you know, table, this, you know, just remarkably talented table has 
I am humbled by how they have just gotten behind that vision and we have and we have driven forward and six months I mean this is all this has all happened in six months, which sounds like a lot of time. It's not. It's not. And we're not even done. We're still working with an for an animated intro. We're still the the music the musical language is continuing to evolve. Brilliant music, uh, Steve. Shout, shout out to Steve shout out to Steve Garns. Thank you, thank you very much. Uh, link in the chat. Our, yeah, link, yeah. Still watching. With our um, you know our Emmy nominated uh, Steve, uh, yeah, and he um, he has motivated me every step of the way and held incredible space and grace for me. So I will. I that's that's the short version. Wow. Well said. Yeah. Um. Throughout, I've been fortunate to be blessed with being able to work and in, in a space I love, um, which was business and technology. Um, at the age of 23, I had to make a hard choice. Um, my mom grew up, directed, uh, was in theater, uh, was in film. And I chose early on to not be a starving artist, to be honest, and to do the business and the uh, technology. And But this itch has been there for quite a while. The last three or four years, I've been in the non-fungible token space, uh, non-NFT space, and, and learned a lot about the community. And one of the things that I like to do is give back. And one of the things I like to do is is build things. I, I, my nature, me as Corey, like to, likes to build, um, whether it's life coaching or otherwise. And I saw Angel here, make it short, writing books, brilliant writer, I've been playing with him for, for 15 years. 15 years now, yeah. And all his games, brilliant, in-depth, from a, from a vampire, you know, political type of scenarios to just, just the, the depth of his characters and the worlds he builds and, and, and the interaction of, of role play and, and, and game mechanics and, and just kind of the realism uh, to wanting to look at, you know, then Justin, same thing, um, getting back to art and... Then we started bringing on their people, and we're like, wow, there's a whole slew of people that this could be a platform to allow them to launch and be visible in their art forms. And first it starts off with us at the troupe, but we want to you know, obviously expand that to, to our community and to our audience and to everyone to, to, to contribute. And a lot of what we're putting out there from, mm. from the world lore, and you guys you haven't even seen what's coming here. Yeah. <laughs> no, the amount a, of music that's going to be coming yeah. out of here. Well, <clears throat> this volume track one is just the first of many um, down the line. And the first year we're going to have so much music. But the lore, and, and anyone can leverage this. We want to make it almost like an open source uh, game world content. And we just think that fan we want to get would back. Be nice. Fan art would be nice too. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I, love, I, love, I love some fan art. Sorry, go ahead. Yes. Get that Absolutely fan art. And, and you know, the idea of, of fans even potentially submitting artwork that we haven't developed. And maybe we decide that we might want to use that. And, and, and that contribution, really, world building from, from, from the community, it's just, I think it's a big thing. And so that's what motivates me is to provide in this rough world right now in so many ways uh, a little bit of light and a little bit of ability for for people great actors that have not been seen to be able to be amplified and seen and for the community to come along with us and also to hopefully join us and contribute to the world nice thank you yeah um just in brief a couple of few minutes okay randy Fair enough. Uh, well, I have known Angel since I was 20, uh, and I am 45 now, so we have gone on this incredible journey just over the years, and we 
when I met, I was at a really important part in my life where I was still trying to discover who I was as a person and what I was about. And Angel had a profound, profound uh, impact on who I eventually became. And I live, we, I lived out here for a good long time, uh, for about three years. And then I went home to California, uh, but I've been always wanting to come back. And when Angel pitched the idea to me, it was just like, it was kind of like one of those no-brainers. I'm just like, it <laughs> literally took me about five minutes to decide on it. It was time to pick up stakes, leave California, come home. It's like uh, the last scenario here. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, kind of just like that, <laughs> yeah, right? Parallels, yeah, art, uh, yeah. California art, art, art life, <laughs> art, art life, art life, you know. And I have been following along for the last six or seven months or so since you guys started this journey, and I decided to come out as well. And I've just been watching all of you play. And every time I did, I just was like, I want to be there right now. I've got to be there right now. But things to it. took time until here I am. And now I, I just can't imagine being in a group of players that is just as incredible as you all. The fact so. that you moved half across the country, Andy. Uh, yeah. Was just yeah. No. Uh, alone, no. Seriously, so on, a, on just a, on a on a wing and a prayer, like nothing but hey, I need help. I need some help. <laughs> that's where I'm help. right now. And we're very glad to have you. I'm very glad to be here. Oh, yeah. Yep. Tatiana? Oh, we're all doing it. Just a little. Just, just <laughs> okay, give us a little taste. Just a taste. Just a taste. Mine's easy. I... Mine's <laughs> easy. I have known Angel now for three years. One of the first people that I met as I came to Austin and was a wonderful bridge to help me land here mm. and, and want to be here. And... You know, in May, I did a ceremony for myself, a marriage ceremony of commitment to me, a uh, big moment for myself, and maybe a few days later, I was sharing with Angel, and he invited me into the game, um, which I had no idea about. I have never... Never game before. Never game nope. before. Nope. Um, Nothing. I have done a lot of acting and family constellation work and role-playing in a different sense, but... I came in quite fresh and doe-eyed, and it's been so fun to get to know this world and these people and what any of this even is. And uh, I, I can't wait to get. I want to get deeper into all these characters, but your character especially, I want to just you know just peel, just peel back the layers, and uh, so I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Here I am. Well said. Here I am. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for the invite. Uh, Anika, hello. Uh, I think we. How long have we been gaming together now? Two. It's is it two years now? I think with this, it's close to two years. But we met as players. Yes. So I got invited by um, some friends to play at their table, and I had never done it before. But I'd always wanted. I was late in the game. Late to the game. <laughs> um, but I sat next to this beauty. Um, and it was kind of like such an immediate, an immediate thing where it just, I was like, this is for me. This is what I want. And we immediately started just gaming together. I thought that you were an old hand because you sat down. I thought you'd been gaming for years because you <laughs> sat down and you just started immediately firing, going back and forth with me. And I'm like, okay, all right, we're doing this. And I was we just, in it. And we I just, was ready. We just went back and forth. I was like, I've, I've like, waited okay. too long to be part of this. Yeah. Uh, and so it was kind of, it was just that immediate amazingness. And then I get a call from him while I'm getting pizza and he's like, do you want to join? And I was like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what it is, but I want to join. I don't know what it is. <laughs> he's like, ah, we'll figure it out. And I'm like, okay, I'm in. Awesome. And so here we are. 
That's mm-hmm. awesome. And then I met all of you beautiful people. Thank you for uh-huh. trusting me. Thank of you. Of course. Thanks for writing a gorgeous story. Mm. Well, we'll uh, we'll see if I have the skill, the skill to uh, skill and will to execute. But I. You do. You Get do out of here. Shush. 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 Don't anyone listen to him. It's impressive. A lot of story. There's a lot to do. <laughs> anyway, yeah, especially if I keep avoiding combat. I you know. know. <laughs> cheating, cheating us. Cheating, uh-huh. cheating us out of cheating us out of that. You know, sugar high. Of, nice. Sugar, sugar high of violence. Yeah. 500 characters. I brought them all up. They never get used. Never yeah. cheated. Oh, uh, they'll be excited. Yeah. Right. We'll come back to a little bit more. Uh, well, um, Titus. Yeah, I um, when I first moved to Austin two years ago. I, Austin Casual Dungeons and Dragons Facebook group. The only reason why I still had a Facebook was because I wanted to meet new people that weren't at a bar. So shout out to Benjamin, Charlie, Wit, Ethan, Evan, Harrison, Kevin, Renee, Jacob, uh, <laughs> Alec, Trevor, Cameron, Josh, and Nathan. All the people that I met that were friends that were playing around the table at my house and at other people's houses has been awesome. And then I saw this post for this game and it looked it, it was a description of exactly what this is. <laughs> but it was on Facebook and it was this. It was on casual gaming because somebody posted it on casual gaming. Casual gaming. We're yes. looking for somebody. Yeah, if you, if you were to read this as a blog post being like, would you be interested? You have to audition. And everybody comments like, this is a scam. They're looking for that. And I'm like, you know what? I would kick myself in the ass if I didn't just send a little email being like, hey, I just want to talk to you before I send a video of myself auditioning and four hours on the phone later, mm-hmm. hours and hours of prep work, getting to know each other, having a wonderful community like you guys and it's just been, yeah, and his, beautiful friendship. His, thank you. Yeah. His character had very tight parameters because he was a lord and he has tremendous power where he comes from. So Donnie had a really, he really had to throw that needle. But I mean, obviously, he's you know got the got the doing an chops. immaculate yeah. job. Yeah, got the chops. A lot of love in the chat. Yeah. Don't go to my head, a gentleman's there's, there's the there's, there's the there's the head. Yeah. Little boys and bullocks, go play with your heads. <laughs> and of course, we'll talk more in depth as the sessions go on. We have lots more to share. We have lots to explore, and I'm just so. Th- thankful that we get to do this we are very thankful we are very thankful that we get to do this and we're very thankful for anyone who wants to watch and come along this journey is with us too it's super important not all scams are scams that's right (laughs) i will say my former larp friend which uh sam vouched vouched for us on there and that kind of helped yeah yeah um, it got you one we will, we, will, we, will, we, we will relitigate that at a later time. Thank you. Thank you so much. Toby, thank you for coming in here. And I, I know that you have a wee one to get back to. I will be running out the door in a couple of minutes. In fact, you, you, a dream feed, I believe. That is have, the term. Yes. yes, that is, yes that's how we so. describe it. Bonjour. Bonjour. Thank you, darling. Oh, thank you. Good night. Good night, Good night guys. Good night. Yeah, dude. Would you? Uh,